You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Everybody and welcome to Ring Post Radio, the only show that debuts uh, a new segment on the show, and then someone, someone of the one of the hosts of the show, tweets about it, and it gets covered by the person we're describing it uh, about. Uh, I'm your host Ryan Nightseen. With me, as always, is the culprit, Scotty Edwards. Scotty, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. Jake Lee is no longer GHC heavyweight champion. Um, it's a new day of dawn over there. Um, Ronda Rousey's an independent wrestler. World's weird, man. <laughs> but I'm doing great. And Jeff Jarrett's wrestling more matches than everybody in AEW, as we said. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, we got a lot to get to, obviously. But I love the fact that... So we, like I said, we had a new gimmick last week, right? We started, we talked about how uh you know let's do the you know hot topic conversation right let's do some hot topics what's the internet talking about thank you uh i again i i think i have to record that i don't think i can just maybe there's an ai way to do that i'm gonna look into that um uh but this idea of like oh yeah what's up with aew and we've gotten slowly went into this train about how jeff jarrett has more wins than so many other people you tweeted about it and it gets covered by Jeff Jarrett himself and Conrad Thompson on whatever the hell Jeff Jarrett's podcast is called. I cannot fathom what it's called. Actually. My world! My apologies. You're right. It is my world. Come on. And then I'm reading The Observer today. And Dave Meltzer tweets about it. Now, granted, it's there's not much like, you know, analysis to Dave Meltzer, but he pretty much tweets, and I quote, Scott E. Wrestling noted in a tweet that Jeff Jarrett has more AEW matches this year than Kenny Omega, Danielson, Takeshita, White, Page, MGF Cage, Kingston, Jericho, Shida, Baker, Riho, Jackson, and Nick Jackson. Seven of Jarrett's 25 matches have been title matches, which, by the way, that is pretty much, you know, cut and paste exactly what you wrote, other than the actual numbers. That's, for all the yeah, that's it. That's it. Some people would think otherwise, but that's it. Uh, Dave then wanted to say that the most notable things that were 11 months into the year and the number and the number of matches, all these specific people have had, which is obviously less than Jeff Jarrett. Who's had 25. The highest one there that he recognizes is I believe 24 with the young bucks, um, which can easily be passed, but you know, we have a a month, two months left. Uh, and then he said that white did come a few months in the year. Danielson had some time off, but still, uh, you're right. So you tweet this out. It blows up for some reason, and now you uh, are uh, people are in your mentions. People are, I assume, DMing you about how how dumb of an opinion hot take you have, which of course is part of the hot topic segment. Some of the quote tweets are so funny. Yeah, so be. you basically tweeted a fact, and people dunked on you for hours. <laughs> Care to describe that feeling? Acknowledge me. I, I, I just thought it was funny. Like I was like, I re- I reread my tweet because of the way people were reacting. I was like, 
am I missing something? Did I did I put an opinion here and I missed it? And the answer was no. <laughs> the answer was I didn't put an opinion in there. Um, and there were specific. I I will say this. I will say this. I put Rio Rio in there specifically just to anger at least one person, and it worked. I I I knew when I saw Rio in there, I was like, he's doing a bit. I know for a fact that's a yep. bit. So it's like Rio barely wrestles. Why did you even put her in there? I was like, that's kind of the point. But thank you for explaining to me what the point was. Um, but yeah, I I just thought it was funny because I thought we talked about it obviously, and I was like, all right, I'm just gonna tweet this out because I think it's mind boggling that this actually happened, and uh, people people decided to run with it, including J E double F. J double R E double T. Actually, he didn't run with it. I think his co-host did, and he just laughed at it because he was like, "That's great." I think he was like, "That's crazy." I wasn't even supposed to wrestle, which was very funny. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't really much like analysis, really, to what uh, even they're saying. It was just sort of like, "Huh, all right." Yeah, it. I don't have much else to say about it. I just thought, you know what, this is a fun fact that we decided to put together while recording this show. I'll tweet it out, and I didn't really expect it to do anything. No. <laughs> I just was like, I want everyone to know this because I feel there's an article a week at this point about like why people don't like AEW and stuff. There's the tweet. Look at that! <laughs> Holy views! My God, um, six hundred eighty-two thousand. I think the picture views. was perfect. Let me take off the, <laughs> the picture. The picture is perfect. <laughs> The picture's the best part. Like I just, I just tweeted it, and I, I just think it's funny, like how angry people got at me for tweeting a fact. Yeah, uh, this is the tweet in question. If you're watching the video, it is like we said, you just stated the fact. Seven of his twenty-five bit have been title matches. You got there were some great people. They were like, all of his matches should have been title matches. <laughs> I was like, that, <laughs> that's good. I saw those. I saw those. Um, yeah, uh, the top comment here on X, uh, which of course was a verified comment, should have been 25 of 25 if we're being honest. Uh, earning a bag as usual. Thanks, JJ. Uh, great counterpoint. How many times did he win? Probably zero. It's, it's clearly zero because he's not a champion. <laughs> well, but to he be did fair, win he, some. He is the matches. Texas Deathmatch, uh, whatever, Texas Chainsaw Master <laughs> champion. <laughs> Uh, that's true that's true yeah this uh it struck a nerve it for some reason struck the biggest of nerves for uh for whatever twitter is <laughs> twitter people are left it shout struck, out double j that's all. shout out double j for it for pushing it along too it struck a nerve for people online uh double j didn't seem to care and dave was like yeah you know that, that's you hit him with the butt still, as in why did this happen? Yeah, <laughs> Which, um, you know, it's fair. So I think that's a, success, a successful uh, topic that we uh, discussed on hot. Topic. I, guess so. I, guess hot I guess hot topics is a, is one to stay. It was a steaming pile of topics, is what that was. Uh, which is our alt name, which didn't make <laughs> The alt name, Steaming Pile of Topics. Well, we have another uh, steaming pile of topics for you here today on Ring Post Radio. Um, of course, we are going to be talking about New Japan Power Struggle. We're going to be talking about WB Crown Jewel. I don't want to talk about them too much because it's Saudi Arabia, and I don't want to give them too much promotion. That's why I'm not even using that name as for promotion on this podcast. 
Maybe I should. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> instead, you use Noah. Great. Yeah, instead of using that's Noah. How you get the, that's how you put the butts in seats, baby. I, I know what our viewers really want. I know what those people want. They want the Noah takes. And they're getting them because we're also going to discuss Noah demolition stage or at least, you know, at least maybe like four matches. I watched uh, the last four matches. <laughs> you watch you watch more than four matches? I watched the last four matches. The same. <laughs> That's that what we're it. gonna talk about. That um, is it. Woo! Also, if you could if you haven't realized if you're listening to this, we recorded early. Um I'm sure I don't think you or me tweeted that out that we were gonna you know go live a day before. So shout out to us for being prepared, right? Being being good at uh sharing our podcast and telling people hey you should listen to us but it's okay because as i learned we're just gonna go and if you listen to this thank you if you don't listen to this you never heard me say that so don't know yeah we wanted to go right up against uh collision right up against the nwa pay-per-view fighting spirit unleashed we wanted to go up against everything Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i think we'll beat them i think uh, i I think we'll beat at least one of those. <laughs> I think I think it's fair we'll beat at least at least one of them. I'm not gonna say which one. I'll let you NWA. There you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um yeah, but yeah, we're a little early. I you know, it was a good test as well to see how much like I didn't even do the YouTube thing that early. I did it like this morning, uh, when we locked in the time. Uh so it's like, you know, it uh it's a good test to see if the audience on youtube can uh can show out a little bit early a little out of tune um but of course you know we'll have the audio stuff up if you missed the full right we always have the audio stuff up let me ask you how are you how was your week that's a great question uh my week was fine uh we're we're round excuse me rounding the corner on wedding planning uh i have i just have like scheduling and stuff to figure out left i've been playing and live streaming fun fact i didn't advertise this anywhere live streaming spider-man 2 on twitch kids kids live streaming spider-man without telling anyone (laughs) very funny uh i just wanted to see what would happen um because i'm not trying to make it anything big out of that right you know i just want to play video games when i have the time um so i've been live streaming that uh I've been very ecstatic because I don't know if you saw sort of the SAG studio updates, but the streets are talking, Scotty. The streets are very much talking, and they are talking. Uh, this thing might end very soon. Like just in time for seeing to hit Saudi Arabia first, baby. He's gonna get that big fat paycheck uh, and get and get a win on the way out the door uh big fat paycheck for john cena it might end well well actually that's actually a great question there's a chance scotty that like in a there's a reality where john cena is probably already shooting something when the sag strike struck uh and if it ends this weekend there is a reality where he has to go to work on monday (laughs) <laughs> oh boy <laughs> so there there's a reality where john cena and solo sokoa match doesn't happen and it's like plausible i think it, i think it is very much plausible i'm guessing uh, he does it but at the same time it'd be very funny if he didn't and also better for my eyes because i don't want to watch it yeah it's great news for me i can go back to work soon it's uh but yeah 
uh, it's very much possible. When I say very much plausible, Scotty, I want to stress one thing. There was a there is was a few weeks ago. Yes, but when I, that was like okay, this is looking possible, and then they kind of fell out, and then they're back at the negotiating tables. Their apparent studios have apparently been hiring, uh, as of yesterday or two days ago, department heads for productions, which is not something you do unless you're about to start filming, which sure. they haven't been hiring people for months, right? And they're yeah. not only hiring department heads, they are initiating travel plans for these department heads to fly over to you know, Atlanta, LA, New York, wherever they're filming, right? So movement hiring stuff is happening it is very much likely and people in the streets are talking that this might end over the weekend so uh I'm feeling, we're hoping I'm feeling that'd, be, that'd be a good that'd be a great wedding present if a job <laughs> <laughs> a job money a job would be a freaking great wedding present there is no doubt about that um Yes, but uh, let's get... I uh, claim I that one, by the way. I claim that being the one that gave that gift back. You're welcome. Yes, the, a job? <laughs> yeah, I gave you the job. You were You're you were the guys at the negotiating... You were the negotiating table being like... Hey, um, you don't know me. You don't know my story. You don't you know got, what I'm doing. <laughs> got a, he, he, a little known fact about Scotty. He runs Peacock. That's that's his gift. Yeah, he, sure do. Peacock. I, I run the cock. That's what they say. I run the cock. All right, let's continue. What? <laughs> <laughs> that one didn't really work. I feel like it cut out a little bit too much. Um, all right, let's get to the show. Ring Post Radio. We got a decent amount of stuff to talk about here today. Like I said, already at the top. So we'll start off with the news bits. What? Uh, God, I'm going to hate it already. Uh, let's start off with contract conversations. What? <laughs> I already <laughs> hate it. Uh, three little contract news that kind of popped up uh, a little bit is uh, Alex Hammerstone asked for his MLW release. Um, I'll go through all three, and we can talk about all three. Alex Hammerstone asked for his MLW release, whether or not he gets it. They typically have been accepting their releases, so uh, I imagine he'll be released. Uh, Ronda Rousey is officially gone from WWE. She worked a Lucha Vavum uh, match with Marina Shafir against Ty Valkyrie and Brian Kendrick, and she is scheduled for Wrestling Revolver. We don't know if that's in a wrestling capacity or what, but she is scheduled for that indie. Uh, and Leon Slater, RevPro sort of standout up-and-coming talent, Leon Slater, officially signs with Impact New TNA. So that's our contract news so far. What do you think about those three movements, Scotty? Um, did you know Alex Hammerstone hasn't wrestled in MLW since July? I can see why he asked for his release. <laughs> I'm going to guess that once he lost... I think it's funny that once he lost the world, get me out of here. To be fair to Alex Hammerstone, that was probably the last taping for MLW. No, they have one since then. Okay, interesting. Maybe he's injured. I don't know. But go ahead. He's he's wrestled since then, so no, he is not injured. You're welcome. Even more interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really have any opinions on Alex Hammerstone. Like... There was a time where I think people were interested in him. Um, that was probably around the time that he was getting heated up in MLW to take the title from Jacob Fatu. I don't think this guy has any leverage to go anywhere. I don't think anyone's going to be jumping at the bit to get him. Um, it almost feels like he just needs a new coat of paint more than anything else. Uh, whether that be 
a TNA and then WA. Maybe he goes back to Japan. It's going to have to be something, right? Uh, because I just don't see like a top company picking him up right now. I don't see unless 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 we run back the dynasty in AEW. Oh, interesting. Richard Holiday also a free agent. Hmm. Wasn't there four members of Gino Dynasty? Medina? I have no idea what Gino Medina is doing. He's not an MLW. I'll tell you that much. He's definitely a free agent. He is a free agent. Hold on. So you're telling me that three, all three of MGF's MLW former faction uh, members, the Dynasty, are all available at the moment. And you're also telling me separately in a different conversation through your mind, your our mind palaces, that MJF needs three people to tag with him on Dynamite. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! What, uh, what have you done? What have you done, Scotty? Did you know MJF was still wrestling in LW in 2020? Why? I don't know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> loser think, leaves think. MLW match with uh, Mance Warner. That was probably yeah. Well, twenty twenty. Interesting. Yeah, he was. But by the time he was with AEW, remember they pretty much signed him away. Oh, um, January eleventh. So my- yeah, like with a Hammerstone, I think most likely it's an NWA spot or a TNA spot. Um, TNA is but, interesting. I don't know if that would work. Well, you know, if there's anyone that can take someone that has had hype before and build them back up, it's TNA. It's probably um, true. It's probably true. But the dynasty idea isn't crazy. We've seen stranger things happen. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe we say rolling our eyes slightly. Um, you never know. You never, you never know if wrestling can happen. There, TNA is looking for people. You know who else is looking for people, Scotty? NWA. Got That's a, what I said. So yes, they got a CW contract around the corner. They need That's some, true. Uh, some movers and shakers in the wrestling biz, like MLW's former vice main eventer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't see why not. There's no Ronda reason. Rousey. Let's talk about someone that actually gives me a little more interest because simply because I did not expect to talk about this. Um, Ronda Rousey announced for Revolver. It's pretty yeah. nuts. Yeah, that Revolver show, by the way. I'm not talking about her, but that Revolver show, by the way, low key stacked early on. Yeah, they got announced Swerve as well. If I'm not mistaken, Swerve Speedball. Nice. He's typically uh, um, down there. That makes sense. Also, also Paul Walterhauser. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's on the I'm show. So- I'm sorry. Run that by me again. What was that? Paul Walterhauser of Stingray from Netflix hit show Cobra Kai. The guy that mm-hmm. pops up on AEW once a year. The guy that's in a, probably the lead for Quentin Tarantino's final movie. Yep. That guy, <laughs> he is, he's going to revolver. Um, but in terms of Ronda Rousey, <laughs> back, back to being serious for a moment. This is shocking. 
Yeah. Like I was like the 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 appearance in Lucha Vum or whatever the hell it's called. Lucha Vum. That wasn't like a big deal to me. Cause I was like, okay, you know, she was there, probably seeing Marina, and they came up with this little idea, whatever. Mm-hmm. But being announced for another match. Yeah. Like, she just wanted out of WWE. And that's what's interesting. I, that's, that's and I guess it makes sense. They released two of her friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and she really couldn't do much more there. Yeah. <sighs> and Ryan, I don't know if you saw my tweet, but I talked to a few people. Toss some, toss some, no, toss some ideas together. So, in that same observer that I was mentioned, um, the the continuation of this major announcement for Stardom continues to be talked about, and uh, they are making a major announcement at Gold Rush, um, per Dave Meltzer, which you know has been a major announcement in the works for a couple weeks now. We've just been tossing around the idea. Once we got past the last pay per view, once we got past the joint presentation, it was like, all right, so they're probably saving it for Gold Rush, probably something for Queendom. And uh, Shuri's asking for the best in the world and doing UWF style matches. So I'm just saying, Kyrie did leave. Would Bushi Road? Would Bushi Road go out of their way to book a former UFC fighter versus former UFC fighter at their year-end big event for Stardom? I don't think it's insane, especially with Kyrie gone, Mercedes. Kyrie wasn't really that. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it now. Kyrie didn't really affect ticket sales at all. No, but she certainly cost a lot of money. Probably she I did assume. cost money. That is for sure. I assume um, so, Ronda's gonna cost a pretty penny. Is she? She's running an indie. I don't think she gives a shit, man. That's like I don't. Fair point. You got me there. <laughs> like I'm sure she like asked for some money, but there's a reality now in this world in this universe that mercedes monet is a bigger money ticket than ronda rousey if you said that to someone five years ago they would have called you nuts by yeah. the way um that that's even in like films and stuff yeah. um i mean i'm not saying mercedes is getting all these roles but you know what she's in mandalorian ronda rousey's in nothing so screw you um i think it's interesting at the very least it's plausible and when, when, it's not crazy. That's the problem. <laughs> here's, here's, a, here's a better point. Here's a better point. Let's backtrack it. When did Shuri doing the UWF stuff start? At the last pay-per-view Nagoya Golden Fight. Which was mid-October or something? Yep. Ronda was already gone. So stardom calls, Ronda calls, get the hookup through Mercedes or something, or Rocky probably they just, somehow. They just they <laughs> see an idea. They say, can we put Shuri against someone? It's, again, it's Sumo Hall. It's not a crazy idea. Do I think it actually happens? I don't know. But would that be a major announcement? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That would be yeah. huge. That would be huge. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just like mind-blown type stuff. And I'll say this. If there's anyone to get a good match out of Ronda Rousey in the year 2023, I would put all my money in on Shuri being the one. That is plausible at the very least. Do you, what is, um, do you think there's any plausibility that she goes to AEW? 
Uh, well, we just got Ric Flair in, so yeah, there's definitely some chance. Well, speaking of which, I'm just going to go off track now. I don't really care. Bringing Ric Flair is ass, man. It's absolute crap. You can't be tweeting about Vince McMahon being the scumbag of a human being and then proceed to bring Ric Flair in three weeks later. Great point. I understand, like, oh, Sting, you know, they have a great relationship. I don't care enough. By the way, it also said in The Observer, not for a one-time appearance. Apparently, he's here till March. What what is Ric Flair doing? Is he just going to stand there? I understand that's it, but, like, I have to listen to him. He's taking up time that they don't already have time for. Uh Like, they don't have time for anything. They're bringing Keiji Muto instead. That would be interesting. They they probably will. Actually, no, he's a WWE Hall of Famer now. They're not bringing him in. He signed Um, something, probably. Yeah. Uh, But it's just like, ugh. When I saw him on my screen, I was like, the only good part about Ric Flair being on TV this week. What's that? Was Christian Cage absolutely destroying that man? Christian Cage is the man. Ric Flair remember, sucks. Remember when Ric Flair was going to be brought into the company? Andrade's I want to say, manager? yes, yeah, beyond Andrade's manager. I want to say in 2021, 2022, or something like that. Um, 2022, but, and then that doc came out. Yeah, he was about to come into the company, and then the Vice uh, plane ride from hell uh, came out. The Vice documentary came out, and it utterly destroyed any chances of that happening. Well, it took about a year or so to get over that, uh, apparently. About a year and a half. About a year and a half. You're you're right. A year and a half, that's fine. That's that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. I just – it's such a waste. It's such a waste. Save that money. It's like if you – I am someone that can most of the time separate the performer from the 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 person, right? The artist from the artiste. But my my That's biggest gripe here is the way like Vitzman sucks. I hundred percent agree. But doing that, like tweeting that, go out of your way to put this publicly on a public forum and then be like, I'm just gonna bring Ric Flair right in right after. It's like why? What are you doing? You also talked about separating the artist from the art. Ric Flair is also not going to be a performer, right? No! It's all you bring him to wrestle. Oh, God, I hope not. not. (laughs) If they bring him to wrestle, I'm going to... There's bigger problems. We all know what Sting's retirement match is. It's going to be Darby. Got to be. If if it's not Darby, (laughs) I'm fully out of AEW. That's that's, that's where I'm at. Producer that we don't have. Clip that. Clip that. <laughs> Clip, Clip that. We're going to play it every single day until <laughs> Revolution 2024. We're going to play it at our Revolution preview. Remember when Ryan said this October 28th? Count the, count the dates. Um, no, it's just like it, it doesn't make any other sense if it's not Darby. Like who, yeah. el- who else could it be? Christian? No. Edge? God, no. Rick Flair? <laughs> The point of retiring and going on top, and by the way, probably eating his first loss in the company, is to put over a new guy. Put over officially Darby. You beat Sting. Yeah. (laughs) It wouldn't make any sense otherwise. Ric Flair, but I'm going to say I don't like Ric Flair on my TV. Um, 
I don't like Ric Flair being in WWE. I listen. Here's the here's also a fact. I separate the performer from the uh, the artist from the artiste or whatever you had said. <laughs> I just don't like seeing him on my TV as is, and I haven't liked seeing him on my TV for years. He hasn't been a thing for twenty years. Well, you really want to really want to dig into it. It's another conversation. Uh, but yeah, it's I I understand it's a nice thing for staying, and you know maybe he wanted it, but man, what happened? <laughs> What happened to AEW, huh? I haven't even been, like, the person, you know, I know, like, Voices of Wrestling, for example, they released an article a week about it. Um, <laughs> not just not just them writing it. It's only got a whole, we got a whole slew of writers. putting. Yeah, out a lot of writers stuff. angry. I, I write for Voices of Wrestling, but mm-hmm. I don't care enough to, uh, like, I'm someone that's, like, not as dejected, but I also maybe don't have as much investment as some people, even though I talk about it every week and watch every single episode. I'm the it's you. Talker. I'm the perfect, you. perfect person to talk to. You. I'm the freak. Like, it would be you. Um, but it's just like this is the type of stuff that bothers me more than anything else. Yeah, it's the I the old WWE guys. We're we're adding up now. They've brought an Edge and Ric Flair. Those have been the big big people they've brought in over the past couple uh, past month mm-hmm. in the year 2023. How do you feel about the uh, Kenny Omega MJF match that's happening an hour and fifteen minutes? It's a good or maybe, topic. It's maybe a it could good be a mini hot match. topic. It should be a this, mini. This is the mini. Um, this is the mini hot top. It. I have multiple thoughts about it. One, I feel like it's a match that should be happening. Maybe that's sure. a hot take because of the stakes and the history. They they did uh, WWE did the same thing with the Usos in the New Day. Mm-hmm. Right, but those were tag titles. They weren't a world title. I just feel like New I wish Japan, they were... New Japan did the same thing with Okada Tanahashi. Mm-hmm. I wish they remembered earlier. Yes, I think that's the yeah. biggest. That is the biggest frustration to me. I'm okay with them. Start doing this two weeks earlier. It's mm-hmm. fine by me. I I think this is the the. I don't care if they do it on television. No, I think especially they, right they have now. To. Especially right now, they gotta pop some numbers. They gotta and and the point, and the point of it is at the buzzer. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I, that's the part that I don't understand. Like I understand big first ever MJF versus Kenny match. I get that. Yeah. You, you but but the point of the match even happening is to end it right before the rain ends. They yeah. don't have a pay per view right before the rain ends. Yeah. They have collision. And you would also have been interesting, Kenny Omega. Let's say he's still. They remember this months ago. Remember, uh, I believe. I, I believe. Speaking of voice of wrestling, talking about it, Rich Kreish talked about how the moment where the clock turned was all out. Um, where now he just it's just Omega's reign, and then they could have started talking about it. Then you could have had it lingering in the background long term, uh, and then he really heated up within the last month or so, right? Yeah. Kenny Omega, he could still be on a losing streak, right? And he and his whole promo was like, you know, I've been on a losing streak, right? Which yeah. is basically his promo was all right, but his promo could have been, I've been on this losing streak. I should still get this title match because I deserve a right, even if I haven't won in a while. I deserve a right to defend yeah. my streak. Yeah, and then it makes I, it more, almost that. like weirdly more believable for MJF to beat Omega. Which mm-hmm. then comes to the other thing of I don't necessarily believe that there's going to be a full ass finish. I don't think MJF is beating Omega clean here. So, but in this reality, MJF could realistically beat Omega clean 
because he's yeah. on a losing streak. I I also think there is a slight problem I have, and this is an AEW long-term thing, yep. is that it does feel rushed because they put together this phenomenal video package for this match. Yeah, Absolutely phenomenal. And I have no problem with it airing on Rampage, mm-hmm. but you should have done it last week's Rampage. So then you can replay it on Dynamite for people who haven't seen it. You know, because I think that's my thing. Because I saw some people like, oh, well, Rampage can't get anything. No, Rampage should get something. It should just happen sooner than the day before the match. Agreed. Right? Agreed. Um, I, I can't wait for the match, though, truthfully. It's a me big too. Kenny Omega title match. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? I don't, oh, 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 no. I'm so sorry. Like, this is where the match had to happen yeah. for it to make sense. Unless you had a pay-per-view this weekend. It's had to happen. Now, sure, you could have did it dynamite with a week to go. Collision needs a big draw. Mm-hmm. Right? Dynamite needs a draw too, but dynamite can live. You you go with collision, you stack it up. I'm okay with it. Overall, I just wish they started earlier. What it what makes me more frustrated is that it is more indicative, and I've seen this talking point and I'll echo it. It is more indicative of the the I don't know when it changed this newfound failure in AEW's long-term booking yeah. skill. These yeah. first couple of years of this promotion were nailing it in long-term booking thing. And you yep. totally see that they could have started talking about this months ago. And this could have been set up for months yeah. ago. And instead it feels like two weeks, less than two weeks, maybe before they actually do the yeah. match. They're like, we remembered. Oh crap. It felt it felt like MJF on BT remembered it before Tony Khan and his army of producers remembered it. It clearly, yeah, I was gonna say it clearly wasn't remembered, and I also think this was never gonna be part of the plan, right? The Adam Cole stuff changed everything, which is um, fair. Which is fair. It is, but it should have always been part of the plan. If MJF was breaking Kenny Omega's record, it should have always been part of the plan. Even if Adam Cole was involved, it should still be part of the plan because then you can do an Adam Cole Kenny Omega crossover. Exactly. Remember exactly. where we left that when Kenny Omega left because he was injured? Yeah, we're listen at the end of the day, we're getting a shit finish. The match is going to be fresh when you run it back next time, um, on a pay per view presumably. But my 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 feeling is this: you should have done it. You should have started sooner, but you should be doing it here. Yeah. I think it makes sense. Um, and I'm very excited for it, truthfully. I'm very excited for that match. Are you and I on the uh, hot shot change the title train? I've been on the hot shot change the title train since Jay White came into the picture. And that wasn't even like a hot shot situation. But it's yeah. like, I think I think AEW would do so well with just some something that isn't planned does that make sense like something that isn't expected you and hot shotting belts doesn't happen all that much in wrestling anymore mm-hmm. it would be very fresh very unique mjf can battle back to get it um if you want to do it kenny great because kenny versus jay white right self um mm-hmm. you know you don't even need a long time to build that up if you don't do it then Ultimately, Kenny's just back to the Takeshita stuff, and the Takeshita stuff, like I said last week, for me is starting to run its course because yeah. we hadn't been using Takeshita at all. Now Takeshita just had a match with Kyle Fletcher, and I'm actually intrigued in that story. But 
the Don Callis story has quickly, quickly become Don Callis' family versus Will Ospreay in my mind and not Kenny Omega. And I find that very interesting. Or and Will Chris Jericho. And Chris Jericho. Will Ospreay or Chris Jericho. It's become more Both Chris Jericho to me. Well, with yeah. the Kyle Fletcher stuff, they're clearly getting that ready. So it's like Jericho in case into Ospreay. Ospreay. In case Ospreay comes into the company. Yeah. When? I'm going to say it. When he comes into the company. Fingers crossed. Um, Knock on wood. Oh, Endeavor's going out of business or whatever, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, well, I guess before we get to that news. We're talk, talk about Leon, right? Yeah, let's talk about Leon Slater. He uh, Leon yeah. Slater uh, signed a contract live on uh, Scott Demore's back, which is uh, Mike his, Bailey favorite way. Way, his favorite way to sign people, apparently. Um, that not just the Mike Bailey way, the uh, Josh Alexander way as well. Um, that's funny. That's just funny. Yeah, that's his favorite way to sign people. Um, yeah, Leon Slater, Rev Pro standout. I think I tweeted this out um, earlier today. He's come from a Rev Pro maniac, folks. I'm a Rev Pro. I'm a Rev 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 Head. Uh, we call ourselves the Redheads. Rev he, he's invested. Like I think we've both started to invest in indie this year. He's picked Rev Pro. I didn't. Um, well, what who have you picked? I probably picked Deadlock. I watch a lot. I watch every one of their shows. I, I really? I did not know that. Well, the, I watch them time because like they're taped, oh, so it's like fair. I don't really talk about it. That's <laughs> but fair. That's fair. I think they have a good product, though. Their champion is about to sign with the company, so sign with WWE. So that's tough. But uh, was it uh, Jay Malachi? Jay Malachi, yeah. who I really liked. Lucky Ali, too, which was their champion previously. He was really good, too. Looks like they're putting it on Alex Price, though. So I'll take it. That's a good, that's a good pickup. Um, yeah, Leon Slater, I think, uh, as a fellow Rev head, I think that Leon Slater uh, has been a huge standout in Rev Pro. I think he is, you know, he's been blasting on the scene in the U.S. indie scene as well. It was just a Gene matter of blasting. time for getting. What's that? Gene blasting? Uh, maybe. 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 Uh, how do we get a gene blasting uh, uh sound what? thing um he is a fantastic standout wrestler he has all the tools of the trade right now to be a good high flyer kind of guy um he's a fantastic pickup for like the especially for like this new branding of tna like everyone's sort of talking about it as like here we go x division coming back strong like that idea of high flyers going all over the place that is what you're gonna get of leon slater um it to me it showcases more how like the rev pro have been setting up the next generation of talent for a very long time now you could obviously say osprey and zach super jr and all those guys have been set up by them long ago you could also argue aussie open right coming the rev pro and kyle fletcher working during tire camp working the pandemic bulking a crap ton up uh osprey really like helping him out as well Aussie Open getting ushered up. Uh, Leon Slater now signing with Impact uh, TNA. Uh, Rev Pro is really utilizing and showcasing the next generation of wrestling talent. And TNA have seen that and Leon Slater, and they picked him up. That's huge. Uh, I think you also talked about in our Slack that not only is that, but it makes it even easier for him to bounce over to Japan to work like a best of Super Juniors or maybe next year's Super Junior Tag League or something. You know, him versus um, anyone in Japan would be a, a very interesting bout for me to see. Um, even him, him being an impact. I mean, let's look at the roster right now. Uh, I think him like Mike Bailey would look 
very good. Uh, that would be very good for him as well to sort of get that thing. Chris Sabin, he'll learn a lot. Working ABC, Ace Austin, Chris Bay, he'll learn a lot. Um, I'm sure he'll learn something from Tommy Dreamer. Um, but he'll learn he'll learn a decent amount and get over very quickly uh, as part of this sort of maybe new X Division branding uh, for TNA. I'm very excited. I think this is a fantastic pickup. It's a win-win all around. Uh, so good on dude, Leon rush versus Leon Slater. That'll be, that would kill too. Um, kill, he'll get a lot out of it and it's a good spot for him to start, uh, and not get more importantly, not get lost in the shuffle. If he signed the WWE, he signed to AEW, he will undoubtedly get lost in the shuffle and he's still very much starting out. So when an impact is a good step up instead of a jump up, uh, for his career. Uh, this is the perfect way to start off TNA with a you know first signing here. You're signing the next generation. Um, I think what Impact has or should be doing is getting ahead on these companies and signing these young guys. Um, and Leon Slater is the perfect one to do so, right? He is someone that has created waves more than... I, I think he is a better prospect in his current form than a Nick Wayne, for example. I will say that, that right now. Fair. That might be I'd fair. rather watch Leon Slater wrestle. And I don't I don't mean to compare guys, but like I think this is the perfect spot for him. Um he can dive into the X division, really learn from some of the best. Um I think it, TNA is setting themselves up really well. TNA did the same thing with Speedball, right? Right before he was about to come back to the States, they signed him. Yep. They they got ahead of the everyone else and made these moves. And I think with Leon Slater, that's what you should be doing. And and now he's like almost a virtual lock for best of super juniors, if not this year, the next year. Or this upcoming year than the year after, I should say. Like, yeah. that's what I look at it as. This is a chance for him to go into New Japan, still work some Rev Pro as well. You know, he will he won't be there as much, which is obviously a hit to Rev Pro. But Rev Pro, Rev Pro has he a, can, a crap ton of people come on the come-up. He it's can insane. easily be on their bigger shows, mm-hmm. which is really where you want him anyways. Um, because no offense, I'm not watching live in Sheffield. Um, (laughs) right. It's like, that's the kind of the way I look at it. Like he'll be on risky business. He'll be on, uh, whatever the hell the year end one is called that I can't think of. Um, the anniversary show, he can be on those and that's really all you need him for. Um, and he now can have a chance to learn TV and eventually be signed by an AEW or WWE in five years or so. He's 19. And I yeah. like I think comparing him to like Nick Wayne is a good example. These are like the young up and coming guys. Like Nick Wayne, I think, is undoubtedly gonna got, be a guy. Leon Slater, he th- these high flyers that are coming out of Rev Pro have such like an Osprey-esque like imprint on them. Yeah. That it, it's a little scary. And it's which can like, be a bad guy. thing. I sure, sure, sure. I I need to say this, and I think some people have. Osprey and Ricochet made a lot of bad indie wrestlers. Because a lot of indie wrestlers thought they could be Ricochet and Will Osprey. They cannot be. However, Leon Slayer's the type of guy that can be that 
athletic and that special and make it his own. We've already yep. seen it with his finisher. That's his own, right? Yep. Um, and I think that, that's kind of the way I look at it. He's not he's not copying the two of them. No, and he, he's, he's also very. And you brought that up. He's a good amalgamation of the two as well. Yeah, for sure. He's he's a very talented guy. Like when I saw this, I was like, yes, that's good. That's good. That is that is a good signing for TNA. That is the first signing of TNA. That is beautiful. Yep. Right? Of new TNA. That's awesome. And I'm very happy to see where they go from here. I hope they keep scouting these younger guys from around the world. There's a number of guys on the independent scene in the U.S. Let's, okay, let me, let me rephrase. There's a few guys on the U.S. indie scene that would be good and i think they they've done that really well with like the women's side right they signed mosh slamovich no one no one else did aw could have i still am mad at tony khan for not doing that mm-hmm. actually no i'm not because she's done better in impact than she probably would have done truthfully um but like they have an eye for talent they should just get a few more you know yeah. like go get a few more there there's talent out there they they didn't sign Roxy, Roxanne Perez, that was Ring of Honor, but they brought her in right when they shut down. <laughs> you know, it's like they know Not, AEW did it. Like, listen, you're going to get outpaid eventually. Yep. Who cares? Be the be the go back to being the guys that had the young guys first, not the old guys after. Yes. Right. Yes. You That's you, you want the Leon point. Slaters, not the Heats. No offense to Heath, who just left. Who just left? <laughs> just left. It's a free agent. Well, even though they also re-signed PCO, which I think PCO technically was the first. Which is weird because wasn't PCO leaving? He was. Like, wasn't that an openly re-signed. thing? And then they're like, nah, never mind. He, I think he was the one that said that they were leaving. Um, but yeah, like TNA, like that is a lot of what TNA early on was built on. It's like, yes, TNA has always been built on old wrestler dudes that are like kind of past their prime or they're like post WCW former WWE WF guys. Um, But they've also had a good crop of young, hungry upstart talent that are ready to go and ready to pull all out. Leon Slayer is going to get you that. How many more of those people can you pick up? That's an interesting spot. Nick Wayne's already picked up an AEW. I just said Alec Price. Alec Price. I was going to say Jay Malachi and Lucky Ali just got picked up to WWE. Alec Price is a great pickup. Uh, I would argue. Um, I think he's a guy to be on the come up, and he's, I think he's like 18, 19, something like that, too. I, I circle Ace Austin, Chris Bay, Master Slamovich is perfect examples of people they should be going for. Alex Price is they, 24. Oh my God. They made, they made those three, or to me, those three are three of their best already. And, yep. and you look at Bay, you look at Austin, you call them impact guys. Yeah. Now they should be doing more than just tag team wrestling, but that's besides the point. But they're killing it at what they're doing. Oh, they're very good. Like if if they were in a AEW or a WWE or New Japan full time, they would be considered one of the best tag teams in the world by a lot more people. Yeah, yeah. But they're but I we, I think we talked about it when we talked about Bound for Glory last week. I said that they are probably the biggest like the best and biggest underrated tag team. Like I called them. I was like, they're like the next generation of uh, motor city machine guns. It's just like, they're great. It's just kind of like only hardcore people know about them, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which not a bad spot to be in. I've long (laughs) been an ACE Austin fan and I've long been a Chris Bay fan. So it helps that they're together. Um, 
hopefully, hopefully uh, Leon Slater's next to get to that role and so on and so forth. And the funny thing about Austin and Bay, they're still both very young. Yeah, uh, I said Alec Price. Let's see. Ace, Ace Austin is 26. <laughs> That's two years older than Alec Price. Put that in perspective. Chris, Chris Bay is 27. I was going to say, Chris Bay is probably the oldest. They're uh, all so young. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of young talent. And granted for, you know, Chris Bay and Ace Austin, they've been in uh, impact for quite a while, but they're, you know, wrestling people roughly their age here now, if they bring in all these other guys, I like price could be a nice pickup for them. Uh, he, he'll serve something different. He's not a huge high flyer, but he can do so. He's got that sort of swerve. I think he's got a swerve quality to him. And that's, that's me throwing a dart mile down the road. I think he has a swerve S and maybe it's the kick maybe, to be fair. Maybe it's the kick, kick. Um, but it's a very good kick. And I got swerve far. Um, and he's got some confidence. He's got some little, little weird Alec price yeah. Bostonian swagger. He's long had a confidence. He, he quieted down a little bit there, but um, I'm hoping for him. I agree. I agree. Well, speaking about things I'm hoping for, I don't know. Uh, Endeavor. <laughs> i didn't really know exactly how to transition there endeavor the parent company of course of tk group holdings which is the amalgamation of ufc and wb are exploring quote strategic alternatives um what does this mean well no one really knows yet dave sort of speculates dave of the wrestling observer of course certainly speculates that maybe this includes selling the company um, this is all quoted at, uh, from Ari Emanuel saying, uh, the, the CEO of Endeavor quote, given the continued dislocation between Endeavor's public market value and the intrinsic value of Endeavor's underlying assets, essentially saying that the market, uh, underprices the asset value that we think we have. We believe an evaluation of strategic alternatives is a prudent approach to ensure we are maximizing value for our shareholders. So the question is, what does that mean? Uh, so as part of this new strategic alternatives, the company not, not consider the sale or disposition of the company's interest in TKO. So they're not selling TKO, but who knows what's going to happen to Endeavor, the company that owns TKO. Um, that is an interesting move. Uh, WDB is not really affected by this. Obviously, if something comes down the line for Endeavor, if they get sold or something else, then maybe WDB can be affected by this. They're all out of money. The no thing more is, spending. The stock price continues to fall. WWE is getting less and less probably money that they can. So uh, it's going to be an interesting 2024, I think, for WWE. They got a lot of free agents coming up. Uh, yeah, I think Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful, I believe, was the one that reported that they have a lot of free agents. WWE has a lot of free agents coming up in 2024, and they haven't had discussions with any of them yet. It's about to get That's spicy. real bad. And you thought AEW had too many WWE guys now. <laughs> wait till the floodgates open. Wait till um, wait till uh, Drew Galloway and Seamus O'Shaughnessy are on the scene. And Mike Mizanin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what I mean, that's the big thing is that like when you compare it back to how they sort of treated UFC when they purchased UFC, is that they had a bunch of top guys that became free agents. And then they were like, no, nah, we're good. We're not going to sign these guys. Highly plausible for and they WWE lived to have on. The same thing shockingly. I know shocked. Mm-hmm. Shocked. Cool. They were fine. 
And a lot of that as well is this idea of like UFC has become really profitable. And part of it is because they're not really paying for top free agent guys back in the day and giving these guys top contracts. If you do the same thing at WWE, that's a lot of top guys that are suddenly available to the other company. Here's where WWE wins between releasing a bunch of top guys in their company compared to UFC. UFC has to hype up people. And then if those people lose, they're screwed. They can just WWE can book whoever they want to be good, and they'll eventually get over. Fair. Well, I would say I say eventually because most of them usually do. Yeah, that, no, that's fair. with, with that, that fair. with that fan base. They usually do these days. Yeah, um, I'm intrigued by what happens. I, I, it doesn't really tell us anything. It just sort of spells. It's just all it really tells us. By the way, is that Endeavor, I'll say it now. I'm putting 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 my. Put my prestige on the line. The prestige that I don't have. Um, clip it. Clip, producer, clip it. Will Ospreay is a lock for AEW. I won't even say it's, a, it's not even a question to me. I think he goes to AEW. I don't think there's like he could say WWE's in the thing. That's just to raise the price a little bit, baby. Of course. Of course. As he should. As he should. As he should. And as that's he why should. he got himself an agent. <laughs> raise that price, baby. Get mm-hmm. yourself a boatload of dough. Sign what is probably going to be the your contract for the prime of your career, and don't look back. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And you know, there's a lot of old. That, that's the other thing about WB. There's a lot of older dudes. There's a lot of more expensive dudes. You know, I, I spent. I said Mike Mizan, and the reason I said that is like. You can get the same thing out of a guy like Grayson Waller for a fraction of the price, probably. Yeah. If uh, if you told me by the end of next year the likes of like a Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, and like AJ Styles were all gone, I would be like, okay. And, and I they're think, fine, I bet. <laughs> I think all three of them get picked up by uh, AEW, probably. <sighs> and if TNA gets you know better television and as we talked about last week, bumps up the arena and gets sells more tickets and whatnot. They, they, I, they, you know, it's funny. I admittedly don't care where Drew or AJ Styles would go. I'd want Sheamus to go to New Japan. Oh, I would love Sheamus in New Japan. Sheamus in no. New Japan is like a match, and I feel like he's the type of guy that's like maybe Sheamus in the G one. Oh, <laughs> Ishii, Shingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I said this before we started recording. I hundred believe this to be true of our podcast. Ring Post Radio is the most unserious podcast about serious professional wrestling. We do yeah. not take ourselves seriously, but we take the cop the topics, the conversation for the most part seriously. Also. That's why we don't talk about Joshi. That's the only thing I take myself seriously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, it also doesn't help that Stardom is having a, a cold year at, at best. But hey, we talked about Ron and Rousey coming into Stardom, so cold year at best, yet they're not the company drowning like a certain AEW. They're I was going to I was going to say New Japan. Uh, well, everyone technically, they're still making money. <laughs> yeah. But I would say like, if you went to look at, actually, you, you know what? We're we're taking we're taking a we're taking a we're taking a side road here. Okay. Okay. I know we got stuff to talk about. We'll get to it. We do have a lot was, of stuff. To talk about. I was talking to someone. About, we do, but like it's fine. Go, no, no, no. You're fine. We were talking about. I was talking about Booker of the Year with a few people recently, mm-hmm. and it's like, 
Who the hell do you pick? It's tough. Because it's like, okay, New Japan had a great first six months, and I would say the worst final six months of the year for any company. Because they've fine. done nothing. It was fine. Stuff like, happened. The G1 was bad until the last two days. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Shit. Terrible. Okay. I wouldn't say bad, but it wasn't good. It wasn't it, it wasn't uh its usual great. It was bad. I will say it was bad. Oh, I know. Um because they just had too many people. Whatever. I, um, I think I think a lot of hard cared fans will not say Tony Khan. Here's a re- also another reality. I'm still on New Japan. Let me talk. Um let Sonata me talk to you. Let me talk to you. Sonata and Hiromu have not been it. No, I I liked Hiromu better in the first half of the year. I know you were still like in and out. This second half has been awful. It's yeah. been awful. He should have lost to Master Wato. I'm not even kidding. Wato's having a great junior tag of the two matches I've seen. Um, have you noticed that Wato's like bulked up a little bit? Like he's lost, yeah, he's really bulked up, but he's like trimmed down a little. He's he's a lot more confident too, um, which is nice. Um, but yeah, like. New Japan's falling off a cliff, in my opinion. They'll be fine, obviously. I'm not. Th- that's what you expect with them. But the G1's usually supposed to power the second half. It did not power the second half. No, 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 no. Right? Uh huh. AW. I mean, we don't have to. I don't, I don't even think we have to sit here and act like this is going to happen. I don't think you can hang your hat, your Rossi Gala cap, uh, as Booker of the Year <laughs> on pay per views alone. Nope. You sure can't because it's been a messy, messy year. Yeah. Right. Um, you can point at a lot of things. You can just put an overall booking. You can point on bringing CM Punk back and dealing with all that. You could bring just right. It's like, it's not even a contest. Uh, WWE, before we say it, I'm going to just say it should be Triple H slash Vince McMahon as the booker for WWE this year. Sure. Whatever. Uh, my point with WWE is. They a strong start. Yeah, for sure. WrestleMania all the way through WrestleMania. Um, real good. And I think that is takes the cake overall at the end of the day. Like it may not work for me a lot of it, but it works for the overall crew. And that alone is what deserves it, right? The reason we came up with this is because I was talking to someone who um covers New Japan full time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's you can their just say, you can just say Chris Sampson. It's not Chris Sampson. <laughs> <laughs> it, they come, like they have a New Japan show. They write New Japan articles. And he said to me that Rossi is very much outbooking Gato. And I was like, that's very interesting. So then I talked to a starting person who thinks Gato's outbooking Rossi. It's like, so you, so it's the people that aren't connected to these promotions that are hyper analyzing that feel, that feel like their own team is losing. Yes. And I feel that very interesting because Stardom's obviously had a very down year compared to the last two. The um, beginning, that first month or two oh, of stardom yeah. was ice cold. It was nothing. They did nothing. Um, but what's funny is if you look at stardom, they've had some of their biggest numbers at, well, they had their biggest number ever. They had sure. the biggest court. They had the biggest Corkin of the year. The biggest. Yeah. yeah. Um, they had the biggest Yokohama Budokan until the freaking crushed gals ruined that, which is like not fair. <laughs> um, so it's like, if you look at the metric wise, they win in terms of booking. I'm not giving them the yeah, win. I would almost like say stardom is a potential promotion of the year, but Ross, yeah, really which is very it. funny. Cause I don't think anyone would like, 
anyone that hyper analyzed started and be like, not this year, but that's the thing. Everyone else has been so bad. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's like, and this year has been a great year for wrestling. I would say the people up there for me in terms of Booker of the Year is like, I'll, or I'll just say I'll, the people that I think so far like solid contenders for maybe Booker promotion, whatever you want to slice it. Stardom, maybe not necessarily Rossi. Rev Pro, I really like Rev Pro. They've I'm they not giving them Booker of the Year. No, that's fair. <laughs> I think, but they think they they should be at least in the conversation of promotion just because they were able to do Copper Box. And sell that out. I don't even know. If yeah, but they out, just but... used AEW to do that. No, well, they used Will Ospreay, New Japan to do that. That would be uh, like, no no, 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 I'm going to fight this now. That would be like it's... saying GCW gets it because they ran WrestleMania weekend and did well. Uh, that's fair, but they're not doing a, as big of an arena uh, than the Copper. Well, they're doing 75 shows instead, which is. Is that better? <laughs> I don't think so <laughs> quantity over quality i guess um <laughs> that's a slight dig um but, but they're also having the other show coming up uh was it uprising wherever it's called but i think they but, should i think they should at least be in a conversation i think a bigger contender and i think you may agree with me here cmll i think is big contender all written all over i said it. that to someone and then they sent me the thing the tesla one and they're like never mind <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, you got me there. <laughs> um, it's coming. It's I think, coming, folks. Uh, it's just such a tough year. Like, my the promotions that have had the highest of highs or like best overall years for me are like CMLL and like All Japan. All Japan is another, actually, another good contender. They have they've heated themselves up. up. They have been sneaking up, almost beating Noah if not beating Noah most of the time at this point, they might secure the bag and get Nakajima, which would be a huge thing going into 2024 for them. They at least um, got him for a Kento match, which I mean, seemingly. Yeah. And they'll probably the get the third one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's huge. That's a huge spot. I would, I, for me, it's kind of like personal, you know, I like the rev pro part of the conversation, but I don't think they're winners. I think CMLL's up there. I think all Japan is kind of up there stardom kind of because it's pretty much everyone that won't win (laughs) because at the end of the day when this is voted on it's wwe or AEW or new japan if they have like a great year yeah it's just gonna be wwe i'm i'm truly fascinated to see how the promotion of the year kind of conversation happens dave said it was wwe well that's fair i under and i understand why i completely understand why i just if i had to pick between those three WWE, New Japan, and AEW? I would pick WWE. Yeah, I would too. I would and probably as well. I don't, I don't, it, I don't love mo- a lot of their shows, but it's true. Yeah. What about Shawn Michaels and NXT? People love NXT. Like, NXT is like caught in a very interesting fire among people as of the past couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, th- and Triple H has won it for NXT before. Um, but well, yeah, in a pre AEW world, it yeah. was still 2.0 this year, so disqualified. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you want to get on to like our actual topics? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. An hour in, we got actual topics. To That's discuss. the beauty of Ring Post Radio, baby. All right, we got four. Well, I'll give you the option here. We got four to talk about: Noah Demolition Stage, W Crown Jewel, New Japan Power Struggle, and our hot topic of the day. We'll get through all of them. Um, let's right. 
You know what we'll do? We'll toss Hot Topic in the middle. Let's close out with Power Struggle. Okay. Let's hit WWE first, then Noah. All right. All right. So Crown Jewel. Why? Because I said so. I could give you no other reason of why I decided that was our order today. So WWE Crown Jewel, uh, a promotion again that is happening in Saudi Arabia, a country that does not respect women, a country that is uh there's two women's matches um you're supposed to think my apologies women Women are are love now in saudi arabia uh a country that has uh been very negative and has way too much political influence uh has has influence over the trump administration influence over twitter now influence all of this stuff have murdered journalists before so i just want to make it all point that out there before we get into this topic i wrote did i ever tell you i wrote a paper in college about um, Saudi Arabia when they killed the journalist and like how WWE ran a show there. Really? Yeah, it was like a current event thing. Yeah, yeah. And I don't remember why, but I got a good grade on it. And I got to write about like that. I was like, how they're still running despite a guy just dying. Yeah. Did you and did he mention that they're one of the reasons there's st- this is what I would have written in the paper that one of the reasons they're still running is they're making like four times yeah, they would yeah, on a yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. I was like, they signed this big money billion dollar. Bi- multi-billion dollar deal mm-hmm. to pretty much just and they were the first to do that there's been a lot more since like every pretty much everything is getting into it now yeah right it's like Live obviously golf, obviously golf um ufc i think is finally going over there despite yep. ari they're over there now right happened. i think they're over there right now i think i well tyson no tyson fury and the other guy are there yeah. now um i think they went to abu dhabi sure recently whatever um but yeah, there's fights over there now. That there you go. Right. We'll we'll put all of fighting into it. <laughs> MMA uh, is in there now. But this is this is the most matches a WWE card has had in like months. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as of press time, and most uh, of them are bad or not interesting of, to me. As of press time, we have seven matches. Uh, let's go through some of them right now. Uh, WWE Women's Title Match: Io Sky versus the returning Bianca Belair. Um, that should be again, good. Match. Should be yeah, should be a good match. They've had good stuff before. They've had good stuff in NXT. I don't think there's any reason to not have a good match here. I That's would really be. My analysis. <laughs> I would be a little bit surprised if this was. Um, not the. Uh, I think it'll be a top three match of the show, easily. Is that fair? Mm, yeah, in terms of work rate or in terms of crowd reception. Oh, I don't care about the crowd work rate. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I was all, like, Logan, w, all the crowds WWE. Logan Paul's in there easily. Of course he is. That's the work rate king, baby. Uh-huh. Imagine then, Logan Paul versus Will Osprey. Look, it would be great. I think I, I think legitimately get five stars. I was about to say there's a legitimate chance that match would get five stars. Um he, yeah, you sky versus Bianca Lair. I don't have any on record. Logan Paul has the last great Roman Reigns match. Probably true. from last year's crown jewel. It's probably true. That was a great match. <laughs> that was great. I think I went like four plus on it. Um <laughs> Bianca Belair, I think there's a chance she wins. She shouldn't, but there's definitely a chance. Yeah. I will root for EO until, well, forever. Um, but I watched EO versus Charlotte from a few weeks ago. 
it was the uh-huh. best Charlotte has looked in forever. And it was mostly because Io was bumping her ass off. And he rated a three and a quarter? Uh, three and a half, maybe. Oh, it did quite generous. Quite generous of you. It, it, was, it was really solid. I mean, the end soured me, so it's like whatever. But mm-hmm. um, she looked good, and Bianca's better, so this should be better. Cody Rhodes versus Damian Priest. The eternal struggle of Cody Rhodes versus Judgment Day. <laughs> the eternal struggle of we need something for Cody until mm-hmm. Roman. <laughs> mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we're just going to keep putting him against the same guys until uh, War Games. And yep. then after War Games, we're going to keep trying to throw things at the wall and see what sticks, baby. Yep. Um. Yeah. Cody wins. <laughs> yeah, Cody wins. <laughs> they should make it for the briefcase. Is this Cody's first Saudi Arabia show? No, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Surely not, right? Uh, there was one earlier this year, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah, no, he was on that one. Yeah, big big payday. Big, big he, Cody he, payday. He was on that sweet Saudi. God, Cody works so many matches now in AEW. It's insane. He's no, he's not 30, in AEW. He's 38 years old. That's the trick. He's not in AEW. Yeah, in AEW, he worked 14 34, 28 uh, matches. And then There's a debate to be had that if you want to wrestle, you probably should sign with WWE. <laughs> 2023, 88 matches. He was not on the Saudi show. Uh, I wonder Wait, if that's... yes, he was. He placed Brock Lesnar at uh, Night of Champions. Did not know that Night of Champions was in Saudi. Yes, it was. Uh it looks like he, Cody Rhodes, had maybe 76 matches in his AEW career. He has had 88 matches this year alone. Is that our new stat of the week? <laughs> <laughs> Quick, get Dave on the phone. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll toss up. Uh, Cody Rhodes has had more matches in Saudi Arabia this year than he had. In Saudi in... Arabia this year? <laughs> <laughs> Just start uh, lying, though. <laughs> See what happens. That, I mean, that's a good stat of the day. Cody uh, wins. Beats David Priest. Anyways. John Cena versus Solo Sokoa. I talked about it at the top. There is a, I think, strong possibility that this match doesn't even happen. Uh, um, I'm going to assume Personally, I would love if this match doesn't happen because this means I might have a job. And, 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 and I don't have to watch a Solo Sokoa singles match. Uh, even better. Even better. He's. I don't think he's very good. Um. Is that a hot take? Solo Sokoa? He's still very green. Like people are like yeah. talking about how he's like the next Roman Reigns and stuff. And I mean, yeah, they're probably like probably setting him up maybe down the line. He's thirty he's a, years old. He has only market. wrestled one hundred and twenty nine matches. He is he is still very green. Before how can he got, you be the next? Before he got Roman to Day. WWE, by the way, he wrestled. I don't know. 30 matches. Jesus. Was his He's... name Sefa? Yes, Sefa Fatu. Well, for one of the old um, websites I worked for, there there was someone that did this article. It's good. Indie Watch on him. It was the most read article in the history of the website. It really? went bonkers because he was part of the Samoan dynasty. Mm, mm. What about Lance Anawai? Was he on there? Uh, can I pull up the article? Can we do? Can we pull up the article real quick and then see uh, who's who was on that indie watch list? No, no. The article it was, was like it was a series. Indie watch was a oh, series. Okay. So okay, no. okay, okay, okay. 
Um, that's fine. Well, John Cena is going to get the win. Solo is going to get uh, five knuckle shuffles way out the door. Um, Great. And there's there's a strong possibility the match didn't even happen. Do you think? Do you think if a SAG deal went through, John Cena would vote no on it just so he can work this match? Yeah, yeah, he's that committed. <laughs> he's that committed to it. Acting uh, like he gets a vote. <laughs> he, 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 if he's a SAG member, he does get a vote. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. Same, his thing, vote, same thing his, as The Rock. His vote probably won't change much. No, 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 no. <laughs> he, there's so many other people in the union beyond John Cena, but there's The Rock too. There's Dave Batista. Do these people have say? Are they, they gonna say no so John Cena can work this match? Yep. Uh, we'll find out. Still on. Uh, United States title match: Rey Mysterio versus Logan Paul. It's Logan Paul. It is Rey Mysterio who can still, for the most part, kind of go. Uh, not as much, obviously, than he once was, but he, I don't think you're going to get good. old. You're not going to be able to get old Rey Mysterio out of here. Well, he's but, uh, 50. He's 50. <laughs> Logan Paul is going to try, though. Logan Paul is going to be all over the place doing... He's going to out-lucha this mother trucker. This should be really good, and Logan Paul should win. I agree. I fully agree that Logan, Logan Paul... So I watched like one of his segments from yeah. SmackDown or something. He's really good at everything. I know. I hate to admit it. <laughs> Every time we come on this podcast, but we like, always talk about how we hate this man as a person. Talk about separating art from the artist. We hate this man as a person, but God damn, he's so good at wrestling. He, I didn't know if he was fully grew, good at the other part yet. Mm-hmm. He's very good at the other part. Yeah. And he's hateable, so he just gets booed anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's... He's so good. I'm putting <laughs> that title on him, and I'm just letting him walk around with it. Yeah. Why not? I don't see any reason not to. You can book him against to the WWE roster page. Give me one second. Austin Theory. No, they're heels. No, no, no. Heels. No, no. I'm, what about I'm, a faction? Him, Austin Theory, and Grayson. Kevin Lowe. Owens. Kevin Owens would be good. He's on SmackDown now. Kevin Owens now he's now on the SmackDown. Carlito, yeah, maybe no. Uh, <laughs> Santos Escobar, Dragon Lee, Dragon <laughs> Lee versus Logan Paul. That's actually probably legitimately plausible. That you know part that, of the whole in the plans. part of the whole LWO feud. That's plausible. All right, it's that they could also just do LA Knight. <laughs> Once they lose to Roman, they could just easily go to LA Knight. Oh my God, that'd be good. Anyways, let's move on. Um, I got distracted by looking at the arena for the NWA, and then I saw someone in the ring with uh, flanked by two people in psychedelic panda costumes, and I was like, what the fuck is up? <laughs> for the WWE Women's World Championship, they'll be rearably defending against Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stark, and Raquel Gonz- uh, Rodriguez. Sorry, she's not Gonzalez. She's Rodriguez. This is the first time we've talked about Nia Jax on this show since she's returned. I, I know. I know everyone was waiting for it. You're Clamor. welcome. We've made it. Uh, Rhea wins. Anyways, let's move on. Yeah, uh, Rhea's undoubtedly winning. Uh, this is if just she lost, it'd maybe be the dumbest decision WWE's made of the year. This is this is I mean there's a possibility she just got PWI 100 or one whatever the fuck she, it's she got 100. <laughs> <laughs> God, imagine if the internet blew up and she got 100. Um, 
No, I, I think that there's a there is obviously the possibility that this is the way they put the title on Nia Jax without Rhea Ripley losing. <sighs> I think that's silly. And then you can like have her win the Rumble or whatever and do that again. Uh, yeah. Let's finished. have her and Cody win the Rumble twice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, <laughs> I think I think the bigger possibility is that this is a way for them to have Nia Jax not take the pin uh, and Rhea Ripley to pin. I'm gonna guess Zoe Stark. I put my money down on some yeah, stuff. That makes sense. I saw um speaking of Royal Rumble, I saw someone tweet this out. Maybe it was Ebu how they should make the world heavyweight title main story next year, Gunther versus Sami Zayn. And I was sold on it. That would be good. Yeah, it would be good. I think Gunther should be the next world champion. So and how, have how that we, for a while. How do we get that to happen? He's got to lose the IC title at some point, right? He can lose it to Chad Gable. That Survivor Series, finally. It's like his ninth try. Yeah. He finally does it. People are happy. And then you... I would hot shot him right at Seth. Get the belt off of Seth. That, I'm, I'm down. I'm down. Or you have him win the Rumble and beat Seth at WrestleMania. Yeah, I think that's plausible. I would love that. I would he deserves it after his performance last year. Mm-hmm. Speaking He's of awesome. Seth, WWE World Heavyweight Title Match, Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. You know, in some world, this might have been good, but I couldn't be less interested in this if I tried. I think, do you think in a pre-Nakamura feud world, this would be more interesting? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After the Nakamura stuff, I don't want to see Seth on my TV anymore. Um, that's probably not his fault. And I don't really care for Drew. He kind of... Drew missed in the Gunther match. Uh, you know how much Drew missed? I liked Gunther's match with Bronson Reed better. Yeah, I've heard that was very good. I put that on my... I haven't watched it yet, but I heard that was very good. Like, I don't know. They, they could go crazy, maybe shock us, but I'm guessing Seth wins, and then uh, Drew goes full heel finally. Yeah, I think this is just the pathway to get Drew full heel. Even though he's because he's been leaning into it slowly, slowly, slowly over the past like month or two. So I think you're right. I think this is just a chance to do that. And it's going to kick off him turning heel. And then they'll have the match at whatever the Survivor Series again. And it'll be a something, something match. I don't know. They already did last night standing. No DQ or something like that. I don't know. It'd be something. It'd be silly, but it'd be uh, whatever. Um, good on them. Uh, WWE title slash universal title match, Roman Reigns versus LA Knight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait for that one. Um, talk to me about this one, Scotty. Acknowledge me. No, oh, interesting. Roman wins. Oh, undoubtedly. <laughs> undoubtedly, Roman's winning. Roman Not wins. even this conversation I, he had. Is it me? Like... Kind of silly to do put the put the guy who's incredibly over here in the states in a title match in Saudi Arabia. I'm not yeah. saying the Saudi Arabia crowd doesn't like L.A. Knight, but what I am saying is feels like a missed opportunity here. Yep, but I don't yep. really care. L.A. Knight should not be winning the title. No, there could we make an argument for L.A. Knight to win the title? I think if if Roman wasn't on this long, say it again. I think it would be like making the Jay White argument almost. 
Yeah, I think that's fair. I uh, or same thing with the Kenny Omega. Yeah. If if L if Roman Reigns wasn't on the super long streak and in the middle of like other stories, there is an argument of like, yeah, you should put on LA Knight because he's super over. And there's an argument that a hit just like Cody Rhodes, him losing here is yeah. going to hurt him, just like it yep. did Cody Rhodes. Let's just like it does every single person, Sami Zayn, Cody Rhodes. The list goes is, on and on. I don't think he can bounce back like Cody either. LA Knight. Yeah, because Cody's just Cody. Like yeah. Cody, Cody's really good at being himself and getting himself over. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. LA Knight is like a kind of like a uh, what's the say? Um, I don't know, spark plug type guy. Like this is like he, he's caught fire, but it'll cool down very quickly. Flash in a pan. Flash in a pan. That's the one. That's what he is. That's what he is. And I, you know what? I I would have just saved it for Survivor Series, truthfully, but it's okay. If I'm guessing Roman's not, I think I saw Roman's not even booked for that show because they're having war games anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Um, so that's probably why they did it here. Yeah. Um, I think that. Uh... And I think it was going to be AJ Styles, actually, and AJ or someone got hurt. Yeah. I think that's I so think that's ultimately it ended up being LA Knight because he's the most over. You know what this is? What's this is the Ryback situation. Remember when Ryback was wicked over and they needed to put him against and they put him against CM Punk who had the record long reign, so CM Punk couldn't lose. Yeah. That is exactly what this is. And just like Ryback in a similar way. I think it will be a test to see if this is truly a flash in the pan or if LA Knight's overness has staying power. If he can remain over despite a loss, then we got something yep. here, right? We yep. got something. It, sure. it'd, be, it'd be like we got to belt him up because we got It's always him. good to test him. And you, know, you, good to test him. you can have him beat, like I said earlier, you can have him beat Logan Paul. That could work. Him beating Logan Paul for the U.S. title down the line. Do that at yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, it's not a world title, but I think it's still something. Yeah, I, th- I agree. I agree. That could be nice. For a guy that calls himself the megastar, go against a guy that's actually like a, tr- a, a megastar in this company. Yeah, yeah. It, all, it only comes down to uh, post-crown jewel. Yeah. Can he is, he, is he Ryback or is he Cody in this situation? That's that's the question. That's crown jewel. And, and the way WWE's video. been going lately, he could be a Cody, but we'll see. Yeah, and at the end of the day, WWE, it, it that will come down to not WWE. That will, well, partly it will, but it'll also mostly come down to LA Knight. And can't next week is next week your last show before your wedding? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. The fifth, right? Yeah, I'm here for the fifth. Your wedding's the week after. Yeah, my wedding's the week after. Um. I will not be replacing you that week, by the way. You're going to go solo? Solo dolo? I'm probably just not going to record anything. Well, that's, that's fine. We don't have to. I'm totally okay not recording anything. Well, I'm, I'm obviously out. Well, you would have to be the one to upload, and it's like... I can upload it. It's not. It's going to take me... If you send me the audio and send me a description of like what, what you're talking about... What is that week? What do you mean that? What's that week? Uh, is there a lot going on? Review Star shootout review, AW full gear preview, but we would do it together the week before, obviously. Yeah. Um, I, I'll think about it. Down. You know what? I'm not going to put it in stone yet. Ring Post Radio listeners, I may save the day. 
You just give two guests. You should bring on two people. Oh, I like that. I just gave you more work to do, but <laughs> shit, you did. But I, I know people. You're connected. You're let connected. me let me just say this: it's easier to get people to talk about every topic than just Joshi. So I could probably do it pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But and you can I? also have it. You can have some person like in the first hour, some people in the second hour, and then we just combine the clips right. together. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't have to do it. Live. Yeah. I guess you could do it live. You're on the stream yard. What? I said, I, what I said was that you could do it live because you had the stream yard. What? Uh, Scotty, I don't know if your audio is in. I saying that you could do it live. I'm going to end this bit. Noah, uh, Dem- we, we, have, we, have, <laughs> we have like 25 minutes left or whatever. It's Noah, fine. demolition we'll, we'll stage. No intelligent state. I'm worried. I'm worried that. Time the... Do you remember what we did last week? We had forty. We had twenty minutes left to go, and we said, "Oh, let's do hot topic." We went forty more minutes. That's why I'm scared that the hot topic is going to take up the rest of the show. I don't. Uh, whatever. Go. Noah demolition stage in Fuyoka. Few. Uh, they had thirteen hundred in attendance, um, uh, and we only watched the last four matches, which I yeah, think is I care fair. about myself. Uh, I don't know of anything else that happened in these other matches. Let, let, me, let me ask the good people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want me to watch a match with the hell is that? Stallion Rogers? Do you want me to watch a match with Oh no. This is really bad. Hajime Ohala? You want me to watch a match with Okay, I won't say that one. LJ okay. Cleary? Hel- Hideki. Well, I kind of want to watch that. I'm not looking at it. LJ Cleary and Anthony Green versus Kaito Kiyomiya and Rohei Oiwa? Maybe. 14 <laughs> okay, minutes? Well, one, okay. one team's great and the other team's... LJ Cleary and Anthony Green. LJ uh, Cleary's the guy... Fun fact. LJ Cleary's the guy that had the random international title match against Pac. Yeah. He's not that bad in that match. It wasn't that bad. Sure. Uh, so the last four matches of here were Naomi Fuji, and I'm just going to read through it and then we can do yeah. it. Talk about it. Uh, now, Michimura Fuji and Takeshi Segura defeat Axis, Goshi Azaki, and Katsuhika Nakajima. This is Nakajima's last match in Noah. Um, GHC Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Match. Alpha Wolf and Dragon Main defeat the good looking guys team of Tadasuke and Yohei. GHC National Title Match. Jack Morris. That's right. Jack That's Morris. Why we're, by the way, that is why this is on the show. Ryan wanted nothing to do with this show. And then he saw Jack Morris one. He's like, we have to talk about this show. 100%. So I had to watch it. And it's well, that's the thing. It's not just that Jack Morris won. He's our boy. We have to we have to talk about it. But also defeating the very long and very great reign of El Hijo del Dr. Wagner Jr. Right? That is yeah. That is significant. This guy held the title for 352 days. Yeah. A fantastic reign. And of course, the main event, again, we also have to talk about it because of the main event. GHC heavyweight title match. Cano defeats Jake Lee. That reign reign is finally over. If there was one word you can use to describe that word, it would be Scotty. <laughs> uh where we start at the top, obviously. Think about those four matches. Just give me some thoughts. All right, let me start with Nakajima. Uh that was my favorite match of the four. Uh <laughs> really? Oh really? Okay. They just hit each other really hard. It was the f- it's four of the greatest Noah wrestlers ever. Just well, K- the- uh, Kenta Kobayashi was in four of. <laughs> cool. 
for of. This Kenta Kobaya, like, shut up. I said for of. This Kenta, duh. Like, there's other people, but they're four of the best. If there was a top, if it was a top the, 15, they'd all be in it, okay? Four of the best modern Noah wrestlers. No, just four of the best. Okay. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Marafuji's in this match. Marafuji's arguably the best. Shut up. Well, Osprey had a match in Noah this year. Just he gets I don't give game. a shit. No. <laughs> Whatever. This match rocked. Hard-hitting. Um, great way for Nakajima to go out. It, I, I don't know. I just love all four of these guys. So that helps. And I, I feel like I haven't seen Segura wrestle in a very long time. So, like, watching yeah. him in there, I was very happy. It's been a little bit for me. Um, he got hurt in the uh, Jake Lee match, carrying yeah. that motherfucker, and <laughs> then just hasn't been around. Um, and he won. So that was cool. Um, Axis is done. Shizaki looked good. Nakajima looked good. Marafuji did his best. Class, you know, modern day Marafuji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, the junior match I thought was pretty good too. Uh, you know, Alpha Wolf and Dragon Bane are the best thing to ever happen to Noah. <laughs> I'll say second best because Doctor Wagner Junior was. Yeah, that's true. Um, Dragon Bane. Everyone should watch that match just for Dragon Bane and Alpha Wolf because they do some crazy shit. Can I? Is the hot take that some of the best stuff in Noah right now are outside talent? Um. Well, there's not a lot of stuff in Noah to begin with. <laughs> Half of it is outside talent, to be fair. That's another my point proven. That's so I guess point. it's not a hot take. I guess it's just a truth. Yeah, you know, you got. I mean, there's. You got. You know, you got a uh, Alpha Wolf Dragon Bane. You got Jack Morris, El Hijo del Doctor Wagner Junior. I'll throw in Oiwa. Why not? <laughs> yeah, well, that's good cheating. <laughs> I mean, there's some other people like Green, LJ Cleary, Stallion Rogers. Yeah, but like they don't add. So don't, don't add them in. Don't add them in. You're better if you leave them out. Ninja Mac. I want to be fair. I want to be fair. Teriyaki. Terry. Well, hold on. We can't dunk on Teriyaki. I like Teriyaki. Does Teriyaki well, finally have a, a cage match profile? I don't know, but it's a great name. That guy. Uh, he wrestles teriyaki. a lot. Teriyaki. I'm cheering for Teriyaki. He he wrestles a lot in uh, um, Noah. He's in Noah now. I know. He's a Noah star now. He's he re- no, Noah. I was going to say he wrestles a lot in Georgia. He does a lot of Georgia. Oh, so you should be rooting for him too. I am rooting for Teriyaki. All right. Uh, Jackie Morris versus El Hio del Dr. Wagner Jr. Um, one, I'm very sad that El Hio Dr. Del Dr. Wagner Jr.'s reign is over. Yeah, uh, because fantastic if, rain. If you remember me talking about the show a year ago and how I was like, Masakatsu Fonaki needs to go away and never be seen again. Yep. My boy title, Wagner. Title's dead. My boy Wagner Jr. Jr. Um, he saved this title. He re- brought this title up against people that aren't, um, you know, the the top guys of this company. Yeah. Right. That's what I he guess. did it against. So he beat Funaki for the title, defended against Inamura, Manabu Soya, Jack Morris, Hideki Suzuki, uh, uh, Amakusa. Where is it? Remember him? Where is he? Uh, Psycho that, Clown. That, Amakusa like broke his leg or something. Oh, you're right, you're right. Psycho Clown got Psycho Clown into the company. The, if I had if I had to rate those, I really like the Jack one, yep. the first one. Um, I really liked 
The I think the Soya and Inamura ones were solid. I remember yeah. the Suzuki one being good because it was short. It was 12 minutes. And Amakusa was pretty good. The Cycle Clown one was my least favorite. His previous defenses were 20 plus minutes. But my point is, he put together such a great reign against a lot of the under talent of Noah. And giving this to Jack Morris obviously is a big deal. Um, giving Jack Morris the chance to shine is a big deal. So mm-hmm. obviously, if you come on this podcast, you will become a champion. Pro wrestlers, we are telling you this now. We, he's the only pro wrestler that's ever been on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Next up, it could possibly be you. You could you could walk out of here champion. Give us the call, Teriyaki. I'm just telling you now. So I'm just saying, okay? Um, I think Jack Morris has put in the work to get to this point, and it's paying off for him. He's a double champion, not just a single champion. He's a double champion, and I'm happy for him. I don't think his reign needs to be long or anything. I just think the fact that he got such an accolade against such a great, credible champion is all that he really needs. And if I had to guess for the 1-1 show, since we are kind of building to that next, And they have a tag title match against Kaito and Oiwa next week. Um, I'm thinking maybe you have Kaito pin Jack to win the tags, and then you do Kaito and Jack at one at the one one show. I think that would be really good. That's interesting. I yeah, like I think that. that would be a good plan. You get two big title matches on that show, kind of go the new direction for Noah with those four at the top. He can we do a title defense against Owiwa. Please. Owiwa's really good. Yeah. Like, I'm going to say top 10 wrestler Noah <laughs> right now. And it's not even a question. Uh, I think him and Kaito are great together. Yep. And I would like to see Jack get, if Jack can get a win over Kaito, right? Because there's history. That was the first person he ever faced. Yes. And another reason why that 1 1 match would be really good. Yeah, and and then I would, you know, he could probably get one more defense after that, then drop it. Um, I think that's a fine reign for him because that's probably five months by then, um, based off of just Noah's schedule. I almost like the idea. Let me look this up. How they've wrestled a couple times. What's the record between Jack Morris? One on one. One on one. Yeah. Could that he, would uh, be that would be the I third. Defended the belt against them. That would him. be the. Th- you're right. That you're right. Um, Which was really good too. Because uh, Jack Morris won that debut match yeah. against uh, Jack's be- Jack Morris's best matches have been his title matches, which again is a credit to him. He's he's really come along. He's been doing great stuff in Noah. I'm I'm very ecstatic anytime I see him in a title match. Honestly, um, uh, I'm just looking up their record between the two. Yes, one and one. Jack Morris beat him when he came into the company August of 2022 for the N one. And then lost in the title match Great Voyage in Osaka in February of this year. A one-one match is the third one there. That's pretty good. I would be down to see that completely. The only um, reason you hold off is if you want Kaito winning the belt later. I think the world, the, na- the no, the national, the national. Give him something different. Mm-hmm. Have because him do I'm, something. Have him do something with the tag titles for a bit. Yeah. Yeah, because I think Kano should have a year-long reign because I think no one needs him to have a year-long reign. We'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that would be something for Kaito, who I think he'd do great with that title, truthfully. Uh, 
going back to L, Dr. Wagner Jr. Squared, uh, he probably the best national champion in the history of the title, short history of the title. Um, he's probably had, he has the, does he have the longest reign? Yes, 352 days. The next longest is 292 days of Funaki. So the champions were Takeshi Segura in 2019, then Nakajima, then Kano for a pretty long reign, um, then Fujita, then Segura again, then Moshizuki for 16 days, then Kano, then Funaki, and then Dr. Wagner Jr. Square. Um, it would either be Segura or Wagner. And I think Wagner was in a position against a lot weaker opponents. So I would probably give him the nod. Um, yeah, look up, uh, cause I remember Segura's Segura faced, um, Fujita, which was a great match. I think that was like the first Noah match I watched when I really got into it present day. So when Sakura won the title, vacant, you know, created the title and that stuff, he defeated Michael Elgin, remember that name, uh, to win the title. He defended it against Taniguchi, Kiyomiya, uh, Kitamiya, and Kiyomiya, I should say, Tanaka, and uh, lost Nakajima. it to Nakajima. In his second reign, was much shorter, won it off of Fujita, defended it against Sakuraba, uh, beat Tanaka to win the zero one title uh, as well. They had a great series, and then lost it to Mochizuki. Uh, I'd give later. it to Wagner then. I think Wagner, um, just based off of again who he faced and things like that, I definitely give it to Wagner. He he did a great job, and it was time for him to lose because the way I look at it is it is it it's it's more moving him up now to mm-hmm. the world the heavyweight title. Because I think he's ready for that. I think he, I, I, I will map out what I think Kano should be doing, um, yeah. kind of. But he should be part of that reign. I agree. I agree. He, he can. He, I think at this point you bump Doctor Wagner Junior. Squared. It's kind of like Gunther. Yeah. The way we're looking at him, right? Yeah, it's like agreed. Just it's not a hurt thing to hurt him. Like Gunther, or in an alternate reality, like what should have been done with Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Granted, Makes different situations same. there uh, led to it him winning the title like... back, but still, um, yeah, uh, great match, really good match between these two. Very excited to see what they do with Doctor Wagner moving forward. Great finish too, the uh, Tiger the Avalanche the Tiger Drive Tiger Bomb, whatever Tiger it was. Bomb. Yeah, that was really good. That was a really good way to end it because it's like, okay, you had to hit the super version, mm-hmm. right? Um, I love Wagner, and I just hope he keeps coming back around. He's so good. One of the best this year, like one of the most yeah. underrated wrestlers. One of the best champions this year in wrestling. I yeah, I would put it as like Gunther, him, Orange Cassidy as well. Yeah, you know, speaking of those three guys, um, main event I didn't like here. Orange Cassidy's reign, but yeah, <laughs> main event here, demolition stage. Uh, Cano versus Jake Lee. Cano finally gets the win. Jake Lee down for the count. Finally has lost the GH heavyweight title. Does this mean Noah can finally? Right, the arc. Jake Lee is the worst main event wrestler in the world. Yeah, world, <laughs> not Noah. The world. Yeah, he is awful. His matches are slow and boring. I was watching this match and I was like, "This is what people think Sonata is. Like, this is what they think Sonata is." I am 
10 times more interested in a Sonata title match than a Jake Lee title match. You know why? Because when Sonata's in there with a Kano caliber wrestler, it's usually, at the very least, really good, right? That a match with Okada where he won the title was really good. Jake Lee had multiple chances to have really good matches in this reign, and none of them hit. Zero. He None. Won the title off of Kiyomiya, then Nakajima, then Marafuji, then Segura, then Goshiyazaki, and then lost it to Kano. They gave him everyone. He everyone. Beat a, he beat a lot of their top guys. They gave him the who's who of Noah in 2023. He beat almost all of them, and he had a reign that was a reign of terror. He is terrible. It, all, you know why All Japan's the Bookers of the Year? Because they traded Jake Lee for Katsuhiko Nakajima in the <laughs> swindle of the decade. <laughs> that is a crime. Yeah. The only the only trade that might be worse is if like Jade Cargo for Edge. But we don't know yet. <laughs> we don't know yet, right? We don't know yeah. yet. But not having her wrestle yet. so Yeah, so good. we can't say on that. It could be, or it could be a pretty even trade. Both are like, whatever. You know, it's like, we got to wait and see on that. But even then, I don't think anything's going to come close to Nakajima for Jake Lee. Because Edge and Jade Cargill, they're not going to be as bad as Jake Lee. Because Jake Lee, I repeat, worst main event wrestler in the world today. Yeah. I'm, I'm counting Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. At least Roman Reigns matches are a lot like sometimes it's strict. Jake Lee is at just least, slow. At least the crowd are into Roman Reigns matches. Oh my god. Amen, brother. Oh. <laughs> at least it's and, drawing fans into the arena. When he kicked when he tapped out, I was like, I literally just said, Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even happy that Kano won. I'm happy that he lost. Yeah, I was, and I, I was the exact same boat. We can say all we want about Noah. I applaud Noah for trying to make him a guy. He's just not the guy. I don't. It took forever. To well, that's true. They should have known about halfway through this that it wasn't happening. I don't know what they were thinking. It's just, it's so bad. In twenty three days. Also, I said this. I said this to uh, Dylan, who listens to this show. I said to, I said to him. <laughs> He's Jake Lee's 34. He has no chance in hell of ever getting better. No. <laughs> like this, this is it. He's locked in. This is all this you're is, getting out of him. This is Jake Lee. Yeah, he didn't change up anything going from All Japan to Noah. I'm not and even he gave him the title. A reason All Japan got better is because they got rid of Jake Lee. They yeah. lost the main eventer, but they they just have him out of the picture and it's ten times better. And instead, they bumped up a lot of the young guys like yeah. uh, Yuma Anzai, Aoyagi. They're, they're yeah. bumping up all these young guys. They're all, like, better. all better. Yuma Anzai is better than Jake Lee, and he has wrestled a year. <laughs> Jake Lee stinks. He is bad. And now let's move on from Jake Lee. I'm happy about that. Now let's talk about Keno, right? This is this is the man that saved us. And truthfully, he's the man that needs to save Noah after a year of bad. He has a lot of pressure on his shoulders right now. He has to, I said, it, does this mean Kano can write the ship? If anyone is going to do it, it, it might be Kano. They don't have anyone else that can do it. 
No thing, right? It has to be him. You can't put you can't put this on anybody else's. Well, maybe Teriyaki, but other than that, like it's like you really got nobody. I mean, (laughs) I mean, legitimately, maybe Doctor Wagner Junior. Squared, right? Maybe him. Even then, I think you need someone as a bridge. Agreed. Right. Agreed. Like, yeah, we know what Takashi Segura is. Would I be often entertained by a Takashi Segura towering? Damn right I would be. But for an overall rise of Noah or or um, bounce back for Noah, it has to be Kano. And I said this earlier, it needs to be a year. Like, I'm giving him this belt for the next 365 days. Mm-hmm. They need this. They've lost Nakajima. They don't have any new rookies coming in. They, they're just they have to make up guys. And thankfully, what they do have is a road for Kano to have a great reign. You have Segura. I think that's an easy reign, uh, easy match. You have Doctor Wagner Jr. Yep, uh, squared. You have. Thank you. I I think uh, there's an argument that Doctor Wagner Jr. squared could win the title off of him. I think there's two people. I'll get to that. Um, there's Goshiyazaki. You do that title match. Obviously. There is. I wrote this down. Give me one second. I wrote down his entire reign. Not in order, though. I'm not. If second. you wanted to, you could do a Jack Morris match. I don't think they will, but they could. They could. They could if they want to get or get right back to him, right? Uh, or after he loses, obviously. And I wouldn't be shocked. I think the the musts are. One that they've already planned, which is Soya. I think that is a brilliant first title defense. Yeah. Because the story is natural there, and it's for their biggest show of the year. Right? The 1-1 show is probably their biggest show of the year. Um, And I think Soya's done a great job of building himself up. He had a really solid N1. Yeah. For an M one that was, meh, he had a solid N1. And I think that match is very interesting. So you got you got him, you got Sugiri, you got Goshiyazaki, you got El Hio del Dr. Wagner Jr. Um, and then of course uh Segura, like I said, and then Kaito. Yeah. Which Kaito should always be in this discussion. Because what that is the sure... Go good. I was going to say is that I was before discuss with Kaito though, he might be distracted by tag titles and yeah. the national title. Yeah, like for for me, I think they they need to rebuild Kaito, um, which I think they're doing in a good natural way, in my opinion. I think mm-hmm. the tag team into maybe a national run and then back to the world title would be. Good. I know it's not a world title, but you get my point. You need to separate separate him out a little bit longer. Yeah, and and then you can go to him against Kano because that's at the end of the day your best matchup. Like mm-hmm. that's your best match, right? Um, and I think Wagner Jr as maybe the person to beat Kano would not be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Or if you really believe in Soya, who's pr- getting pretty popular in Japan, um, yep. he has a YouTube channel and stuff like that. Yep. You could always go back around to him. I think that's mm-hmm. a possibility. But uh, no matter what, you need Kano to run with this. Yeah. I would say, though, if I had to give one concern, I guess. Oh, there's a lot of concern about Noah. Yes. Is having Kano lose the N1 to Goshiyazaki and then Goshiyazaki loses against Jake Lee and then Kano beats uh, Jake Lee. 
there's something there where then you can have the first title defense be like Kano versus Go Shizaki, right? Um, that could be interesting. I'm just concerned that th- it, they did they did do that. Yes, is that your point? My yeah, my concern is that like okay, then you you kind of just make Go Shizaki look a little worse uh, in that sense, and then it's like it's like what does it mean for the loser to then go on and win while the winner goes on and loses? Like it's just it kind of hurts. The That's happened a victory. few times. Sure, it happened a few times. I don't necessarily like it when it happens. No, um, no, definitely not. Um, but I, that's my one concern is just like the booking of it all. But that's, true. you know, that's no one. The booking has never been great. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, the, the interesting thing is it had to be Kano because Shizaki could break down at any moment. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, of course. He's also their most popular star. Um, I just, I just think overall their goal again should just be to bring more pr- prestige back to Noah and mm-hmm. he's the only choice. They need to start working with outsiders in Japan. Yep. Um yep. really badly cuz that's what all Japan's doing well. Yes. All Japan's bringing in the right people. All Japan freaking had, you know, Bron and Sari and Kairi for example, like and that you saw the I'm sure you saw the pictures of like their line and whatever. Like they were out the door, right? Like of excitement. Did you see that? Like when they wrestled, they had like a line that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, like they're and they're bringing in Takuya Nomura, who's phenomenal from Big Japan, uh, Fuminari Abe, and that's more junior stuff. But my point is, no one needs to start working with someone. I don't know who. Yeah. All Japan looked like it was the one, but I mean, if you look at if you look at the world of. Uh... Japan right now, maybe you work of uh, some sort of Joshi company. Like, if I'm all Japan, I'm not sending my talent to Noah to lose. You're in a better spot than them right now. You are, yeah. At this point, all Japan is like severe competition with Noah. They are on the same level now, and they don't have the same backing. No, no, way cheaper of a product to put on. I would have way to better, say. way better product. They have better ace. They, well, they've gone down to the old tried and true formula of good booking. Here, here's maybe the best way to describe where Noah is compared to All Japan. Noah needed to go to their ace mm-hmm. right now. All Japan happily passed up on their ace this past two weeks ago as their champion. Kept going with the young guy, right? Like yeah. that's the difference. They did Yuma versus Kento here, Jake Lee versus Kano today. That's the difference. Yep. Everyone was happy that you won. <laughs> Everyone yeah. was dreadfully hoping Jake Lee lost. Noah, 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 Noah. I'll <laughs> tell you what, though, I feel better about it now because Kanoa's champion. Yeah, right. There, there is the 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 dark cloud is faded away. It's just like it's not quite sunshine, you know. Yeah, it's it's uh, you got a overcast. Yeah, it's still a little bit overcast. We'll see. How do you get to sunshine? Because, like, they don't have anyone coming up. That's what I'm saying. Dr. Their Martin best Jr. prospect is New Japan's guy. We're talking about Teriyaki and Ninja Mac. Put him in the world title picture. Give him like, a world title match. Give him, put, put the great mummy in the world title picture. I uh, I connected some dots earlier of how much New Japan swindled this company. Mm-hmm. So, this also, remember, remember they had Kojima beat Kano last year? Yeah. Or Kano beat Kojima last year for the title? Yes. So to me, that's like, we don't want Kojima losing to Kaito. 
okay we don't want that happening so can you just can you just get the belt off of kojima sure right then kaito wins the title he gets absolutely embarrassed by okada story one of the best stories of the year but he gets absolutely embarrassed by okada then they're like oh you know what can we get can we get uh can we get kaito in the g1 sure and then he gets absolutely embarrassed in g1 doesn't even qualify do you do you want kaito to do something no no no. just him being in is good <laughs> and then and then they say hey can you uh can you take oiwa and like book him well thanks <laughs> they're like we're gonna we're gonna absolutely destroy your ace but but can you can you help us out and they are yeah but i did see someone post a cool picture um kind of how earlier this year wrestle kingdom between Noah and New Japan, it was Naito and Kano versus, and then Sonata versus Soya, and that's the big matches for the beginning of the year. I was like, that's an impressive full circle type yeah. thing that I'm positive no one expected to happen, uh, <laughs> but maybe they did. Do you think we'll have another uh, New Japan Noah crossover show? Um, I, so I had ruled it out, thinking maybe they would do the historic crossover instead. Mm-hmm. Um, but seeing historic crossovers been announced, but without a date, I think it's still possible. I don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather just do all together again. Yeah, I agree. Um, we'll see what happens, I guess. I, I, all together again, I think will work. You know, all Japan, put, pop them in there. Why not? I, I prefer all Japan very much over both of these products right now. So, yeah. But I know uh, New Japan could turn it up at any time. That's the problem. So we have seven minutes left of the show. Yeah, we, we're going to get through both of them. Come on, come on, come on. Really? Power, short... power struggle will take two seconds. All right, then let's do power struggle then. Let's yeah. do power struggle real quick. We'll end I'll with our, your hot topic. Yeah. Um, your hot topic, not mine. Well, <laughs> you will have thoughts, surely, but I will, I will be saying that there are some thoughts that are my sole thoughts to protect Scotty Edwards. Uh, New Japan power struggle, also a... Super Junior Tag League Tour. There's no final, none right? of those matches apparently happening on the show. I think Just the final's because... supposed to happen there. Uh, I, it doesn't say anywhere on a cage match. Let me. Well, check. you're on the bad website. Go I to know, go I to know. the New Japan schedule. I'm gonna go to it instead. God. Um, yes. Power struggle. It's set. The final is set for this show. All right. Perfect. Also, uh, the Frontier Zone. Yeah, so Frontier Zone is like some indie or something. I think it's actually what they're just calling the pre-show match because it was it was just a bunch of indie wrestlers last time. Basically, what this is is a bunch of this time. It's three New Japan guys. Uh, last time it was against a bunch of random indie scrubs. Now it's against Dragon Gate people. So it looks like this may be like sort of like a crossover front going out into the frontier, pulling some Swerve indie New Japan people. What's Dragon- that? I said Swerve of the Year, Dragon Gate, and New Japan works together. Mm, stay. Strong Machine J's in there. That's a little that's a little something. There are uh, actually three really good wrestlers. So I know. I'm shocked. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the pre-show match. Um, I might be interested in watching that, but I don't we'll see. it depends who the New Japan guys are. Uh, we'll have the Super Junior Tag League finals that you already spoke about. With, I don't know, I have not been following this tournament in any capacity. Despiwato. Despiwato. They should win. They're awesome. What is, what are this? Let me, I'm looking up the standings. No idea. Um, don't even ask. Uh, Despi and Wato, eight points, followed by 
show Kanemaru, Kashida Knight, Connor's Drilla, TJP, Francisco Kira, all at six. Yo and whoever the guy he's this Musashi. Musashi. Uh, Taguchi and DKC, DKC's in this, uh, Robbie Eagles and Kosei Fujita and Bushi and Titan all have four points. Uh, Doki and Takamichinoku have two points. That's shocking. Uh, really hurt my theory of Titan Bushi getting the win during this tournament, but you know, that's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, so that is going to be whatever that's going to be. I guess the top two right now, it's probably Despi and Wato and somebody else. Despi and Wato getting the Wrestle Kingdom spot would make sense. Um, other matches that are on this show, IWGP US slash UK heavyweight championship match, Shota Umino versus Will Ospreay. Is Will Ospreay finally dropped his title finally against Shota Umino? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> While I would love it to happen, no, because Ospreay needs to finish it off at... Uh... At uh, Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom. Kingdom, that's the yeah. way. That's the way these things go, right? They drop a title at mm-hmm. Wrestle Kingdom on the way out. Um, <laughs> crazy idea, I know. Putting over the young guy instead of you know putting over like someone, like I don't know who the hell uh, John Moxley is that who they're setting up as John Moxley because he's fighting Great O'Con on the show. Yes, he uh, he is fighting Great O'Con, <laughs> and I believe. What a I'm freaking match. <laughs> well, I I'm trying to remember and I don't quite remember. That got set up because Rev Pro. Rev Pro, where I believe John Moxley is planning to challenge Osprey. Um and so basically Ox, o- Moxley has to beat a great Ocon, Osprey has to beat Shoto Shota Umino, and then the two of them will face probably at wrestle kingdom you don't think they'd hot shot that i would hope they wouldn't sh- hot shot that to like lone star maybe they could i don't they've think wrestled they in Texas before haven't they oh no that Na- was it nashville that they wrestled on strong uh, uh i don't know i think if, it was they're probably not going to they've already pretty much announced the matches for that show lone star i don't think there's no shows no matches. Uh, no, they got Lone Star's got matches. They have no matches. High End and Julia isn't that happening at Lone Star. That's tonight. Huh? All these, ma- all the matches for Strong are on. Oh, you're right. I'm confusing the two. You're right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I guess we'll see what happens after. How dare you family. question the person that interviewed one half of that duo? I agree. How dare you? Uh. Fighting Spirit Unleashed, we'll probably see what happens. They might announce Lone Star matches like tomorrow or Monday or something. Yeah. Mayu Tani versus Stephanie Vakar is expected for that show. Yeah, I'm very excited. If they don't announce the Lone Star matches by Monday or Tuesday, I would suspect that you would have to wait till Power Struggle for those matches to be announced. And then we'll find if they don't. Basically, what I'm saying is if they don't announce the matches Monday or Tuesday for Lone Star, then you're right. They might be hot shotting, putting the title onto Lone Star to sell some more tickets or something i don't like the potential of moxley being the guy to beat osprey at all me neither i don't like i don't care for it now don't get me wrong match will be awesome Mm -hmm. (laughs) it'll be fantastic but i don't i don't want that as the 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 last match of osprey's new japan career you know what i also don't like about it well, you could do that match in AEW. Why are you doing it 
Why are you doing it there? Well, this is true. Well, maybe it's, it's the start of his AW story. Or maybe it's the start of his WWE story. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, I don't know what they're doing, obviously. Um, yeah. Shoda, Shoda and <laughs> back-to-back beating Yoda and Shoda is tough. That's tough. I it, it, it is an embodiment of New Japan's booking this year. Willing to give the young guys a shot, but not willing to go all the way. I agree. Um, I don't know. I don't think Shota's winning. I think it's just no. There's no chance. There's no, <laughs> there's no chance. Um, then, unless, unless okay. they're doing Moxley and Osprey as a special match, but I think they're doing Okada versus someone as a special match. So why would you do two of them? Because then who is Shota defending the title against? Right. Um, Yoda, that'd be beast. That'd actually be sick. That'd be so much. That'd be so cool. But they won't do that. Um, uh, I think uh, we've kind of already covered John Moxley versus Great Khan. I don't (laughs) think any any capacity with Great Khan getting the win here. Um, A match I know you have circled on your calendar, Scotty. Tangaloa versus David Finley. I will not watch this, (laughs) and I will like a crazy man. the, the, Does this mean I, the Gorillas of Destiny feud is not over with David Finley? Clearly, I can, I can't stress this enough. How much more could you miss on your <laughs> next big guy? Guy. I I was thinking about that in the shower this morning. <laughs> um, I was thinking about the next top guy in New Japan in the shower this morning, and. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about that in the shower this morning where it was just like if Osprey leaves New Japan, what is there left in terms of the international wrestler conglomerate for New Japan? The guy who never leaves, Zack Saber Jr. <laughs> That's it. Moxley yeah. has to come in to help out. David Finley. And the Oof. War Dogs, baby. Oof. Oh, it's... wait. Shota's definitely losing because he's defending the title against Gabriel at uh, the uh, Rev Pro Show. The IWGP title? Oh, oh I guess he's going if to. He's, yeah, if he's defending the title, yeah. Yeah, so you're right. He's probably he's probably winning the, winning the title. I, Unless they I, do I, Shota Umino versus Gabe Kidd for some reason. Well, Osprey's definitely going to be on that show. So <laughs> I, I, I want to say this, too. I think another reason why New Japan has dropped is because of the War Dogs. Bullet Club as a whole. I'll, 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 well, they're I'll, the I'll War add. Dogs now. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, hold on. House of Torture are still... Uh, House uh, of Torture, I don't compare part of Bullet I don't ever... I completely forgot they're part of Bullet Club until I, like... I always forget Bullet Club. Yeah. Like, it's the War Dogs. The, the obsession of trying to push this group in every single way, and it completely failing. Mm-hmm. It has been a failure. Yeah, they it, have been good. I'll I'll say that, and I'll add in just like the never-ending feud of the Gorillas of Destiny against these War Dogs, which to me is just Bullet Club. That's still yeah. just Bullet Club. It's it's Bullet because it's Bullet Club Civil War stuff that yeah. kicked off when Jay White was in Impact. Yeah, which was I and think last year, two years ago. We last year, no way. No way that's two years ago. 
It's last year. Yeah, you're right. Early last year. Early last year. That's still because he won the IWGP World Title and never touched Impact again. <laughs> As he should. <laughs> As he should. Um, but yeah, it, it is just like it, we are still doing this feud, and it's been over a year. And it was never good to begin with. No. No. They gave all the belts to the War Dogs. Like they gave the Never, they gave the strong titles, they gave the IWGP junior titles. Awful, awful decision making. I understand trying to put someone over, push someone. They're just the Jake Lee of New Japan. And they are your international guidance. Yeah. And you know what I'll also add to a bad year? Just like United Empire falling off the face of the earth. Well, doesn't help that they're all signing away. <laughs> well, that's, well, New Japan, if you would have wanted to fix that problem, you would have signed Aussie Open when you had the opportunity. When they asked you, can you sign us? And you said, no. Say you think they should have done that, but hear me out. Hear me out. They had to pay Mercedes money. I, I remember, yeah. remember what Alex Coughlin said? Remember what Alex Coughlin said? Tried to blame signing someone that's 20,000 times more popular than him? To a contract? Oh no, you signed Mercedes. Shut up, Alex Coglin, you talentless bitch. Tag team match Yoda Suji and Tetsuya Naito versus Yuya Uemori, Uemura, and Sonata. I just hate like people, bl- I hate when they blame wrestlers. Like, he's not talentless. The, the problem is, I like Alex Coglin a lot, <laughs> but I hate him in the War Dogs. I Think it's the worst fit. <laughs> oh, I'm so angry now. Never open weight six man tag team title match. Tomohiro Ishii, Hiroshi Tanashi, Kazushiko Okada versus TMDK, Zack Saber Jr., Shane Hayes, and Mikey Nichols. This should be good. Should be really good, actually. Really? Eh, should be pretty good. I don't know. I really wanted you to just continue the Alex Coughlin bit. No, because I didn't mean what I said. I did. I went a little overboard. I just got mad about like the Mercedes thing. It felt like it was just like so like. Well, it's it's easy for him to say in hindsight with Mercedes getting injured and losing Aussie Open and seeing what happens after that. I just I think there's like, bigger problems inside. If Mercedes people. if Mercedes was never injured, it would New Japan would be in a better spot right now. That's in, true. In a, in a way. In a way. You know? That's true. I just think like I don't know. Blame blame the Ross like New Japan's <laughs> my problem with that promo, that part of the promo. And I'm sorry, Alex Coglin. I like Alex Coglin. I just got very angry. Take it back. You're not talentless. You're very talented. Yeah. Oh uh, you lifted Jeff Cobb in a really cool match in the G one. Anyways. And I don't like you award dogs. I will say that. My problem with that is there are like acting like Bushi Road had no more money left <laughs> after signing Mercedes Monet is insane to me. Right? Like I, I don't even remember why. Was it like they weren't gonna book him or something? Do you remember this promo? What are you doing? Am I getting like reported? Like, what are you doing? Uh, sorry, I was just I just typed into Twitter to see if there was any updates on Collision, and the top news story that's just been unveiled is that friend star Matthew Perry died after apparent drowning. Fifty four years old. That's the oh, that's that, so sad. Report, 
reported by TMZ. That is, I just got very much distracted by that. I apologize, folks. Uh, well, now I'm distracted by that. Yeah, that's our. That is real life sinking in. That's terrifying. That's Damn. terrifying. Chandler Bing. It's, that's yeah, so really sad. That's incredibly sad. I'm, I'm here stupidly ranting about pro wrestling and how I'm angry about a guy blaming Mercedes Monet. And oh my God, now I'm sad. All right, end the show. I apologize, folks. I apologize, folks. Well, uh, no, uh, just to try to go back to it, uh, I think this show, Never Open Way Six Man Tag, I think should be pretty good. Ishii, Tanahashi, Okada have been doing great stuff. This is the fourth defense against TMDK. This should be pretty good. Main event here, IWGP Junior Heavyweight title match, Hiromu versus Taiji Shimori. We kind of already spoke about it. We don't necessarily care for Hiromu right now. Taiji Shimori coming back. I saw him. In the oh, I don't care about this match. <laughs> yeah. I saw him in the Rev Pro tune up with Robbie X. Good work, but, you know, who cares? These guys, I've seen this match a bajillion times, and now I don't care about it. So it's whatever. I mean, I Taiji wins. I don't know. I don't care. When do you think it's the last time I cared about Taiji Shimori? This is a serious question. Because I don't he know. Debuted at the very least. <laughs> uh, I don't care. Like, the, the, here's the good thing. Like, these two have such great chemistry in the past that this could be excellent. But, like, but the problem is that it could be, is that it. Y- could just be like another match for them. Yeah. I don't and think they're probably right. not getting the, they're definitely not getting the main event. So it's like I don't I I I have no interest in this. Yeah. I, I'm at I'm at top maybe a four star. I think it's probably gonna be like three and a half. And yeah. I just don't I I don't have any interest in Taiji Shimori. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, and Maromo's been bad in the second half. So uh, that's power struggle that happens next week. Yep, so I went a little off. A little, I went a little off course on overtime here. That's my bad. I should have said no overtime. That's my bad. Uh, I went overboard on a guy I like. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. So fighting spirit unleashed is happening probably right now, right? Power struggles next week. The week after yeah. that is Lone Star Shootout. So a lot of New Japan talk in the next several weeks, folks. Yeah, a lot of New Japan talk. And then the tag leagues starting up at some point. Uh, but who's going to talk about that? I don't know. Um, very good. Um, I don't know. That Matthew Perry news struck a chord a little bit. So I don't really know if it's even worth going to the hot topic right now. I don't think that's. Nah. Uh, I don't think that works. I don't think. I think we just got to end the show, really. I had a whole bit planned. I had a whole bit planned. We got to scrap. We got to scrap it. And so. <sighs> cherish loved ones folks that's that's real life right there that's uh yeah. that's sad stuff yeah. um you, you really it really hurt a lot um say what i said and then bam yeah that, that I, I i apologize for bringing it up i shouldn't have brought it up on the show either but it was just like you see that and you're like huh yeah. you know it was like the you know bring it back to wrestling it was the same feeling i had when you saw like the the shad gaspard uh, the news story yeah. there when that cycled back. It was just like you're you're dumbfounded by the tragedy of life sometimes. Um. Anyways, let's close up the show. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of Ring Post Radio. 
We'll be back next week in our usual time slot of Sunday morning, I presume, unless something comes up last minute, which I don't think it will. Um, follow us on Twitter at, at Scott E. Wrestling. Follow me at Ryan Nancy. Follow the whole show at Count Pod. If you missed the uh, video, you want to watch it, you can obviously watch the stream archives on YouTube, uh, on Count Out Pod on YouTube. You can obviously also listen to the audio version of the show wherever you get podcasts. We'd greatly appreciate it for you to subscribe there and leave a five-star review on Apple Music. Um, Scotty, uh, tell tell the people some plugs. Tell the people some news. Tell the people your match of the week. Um, Sure. Uh, I know. It's, everything doesn't really matter. Maybe we just have uh, to show. I don't know. Follow me at Scotty. You already said that. Uh, <laughs> uh, check out my interview with Hayan on Fightful YouTube channel. That was, that was fun. She's really, she was really good. Talk about the Texas scene. Why uh, Texas scene produces such great wrestlers and produces such great women's wrestlers. Talk about her match with Julia. That's about to happen. Uh, talk about her dreams of wanting to wrestle in new Japan. How it's pretty, you know, her, her pretty much only goal left in wrestling or not left in wrestling, but her main goal in wrestling is to win a new Japan title. So she, she, that's that's a lot of fun we also talk about hardcore country since she was in that match and i asked her um i'm so glad that, you asked me that question i was like does that stick with you and she's like yeah in my nightmares and i was like that's fair because because she was thought it was so funny because she was talking about how like she was trying to take in the moment like she wrestled mickey james which is awesome and in this big show for rev pro and i was like yeah but like the hardcore country like kind of like affect you trying to take in that moment and she's like yeah sure did and i was mm-hmm. like it's still stuck in my head i was like i was singing that for days hardcore and she was like it was in the monotone voice which made it 10 times more haunting and yeah. i was like yeah yeah so check out that she was great and uh and we and we heard it over the shitty audio of Rev yeah streaming so, she, so she imagine how, it in the ring imagine how bad it was in the arena when trying to wrestle <laughs> and they're just going focus. hardcore country yeah um, whatever match of the week oh sure um sorry i'm all discombobulated now you're fine i don't blame you it's been a bad week um el desperado and master wato versus bushi and teton from junior tag league you're, you're watching really the junior tags um i've watched two matches i think that's more than most people probably is oh sorry three i've watched three whoa that that one was really good though like desperado and wato are awesome together i watched the ending clip of the clark connor's jill maloney match when they killed koshida when they killed no the when they killed despy that was today i believe oh okay that was today yeah that was yeah um so that'd be my match of the week. I thought there was another one, but whatever. The Taylor uh, Ortiz was really good too. That was very good. I enjoyed that as well. Um, I'm gonna do a little shout out for my match of the week. I've been following along at Jack Shares Graps. He tweets about sort of history of wrestling, some stuff every once in a while. He's been tweeting out a thread of basically like um uh the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame nominees and various matches, or at least a match of the nominee 
um, in their career. So I've been kind of watching, at least saving a lot of stuff to my watch later on YouTube, but I've been watching every once in a while. Uh, so shout out to them for tweeting out this thread. It's a really nice thread. It has matches for every single candidate, even the ones that you've never heard of before. So you can guess, take a look at and see who they are and see how they are as wrestlers and see maybe why they're nominees in the first place. But uh, he put up and I watched the uh, from November 4th, 1983 in Houston wrestling, the junkyard dog versus Butch Reed in a dog collar match. Fun fact, this match was 20 days before the dog collar match at Starcade 83 between Roddy Piper and Greg the Hammer Valentine, which is a very historic dog collar match as well. So uh, that was a very good match. Junkyard Dog versus Book Dreed in a dog collar match. Uh, Junkyard Dog, obviously, nominee for the Observer Hall of Fame. Uh, we'll see if he gets in. New when rule. did the voting happen? Uh, the new year. I believe it happens in the new year or something like so that. So we'll have, we have time to go over everyone? Yeah, we have time. We can go into it. If we if we have time to do it on a, a topic rundown, I, I think I'm going to it. I want to – I think I might also do like a Patreon bonus episode talking about it. I got to link up with the people who I was thinking about having on to talk about it. Just doing like a special like going over the nominations and stuff um, and various thoughts about whoever we may have. Um, so I might have that put together – that might not get put together until after my wedding. So late uh, November folks. So I apologize for that. Um, uh, But I do have another great birthday bash episode already recorded. I just have to put it all together and upload everything. Uh, So that will come to patreon.com forward slash counter pod some point next month. Again, the wedding stuff has consumed me. Um, Wonder why (laughs) two weeks away, baby. Uh, two weeks to the day. Terrifying. Um, and excited and excited. Terrifying. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you everybody for listening to this week's episode of Ring Post Radio. We'll be back next week for an all new episode. Until then, loved ones, love your loved ones. Um, keep them close. Tell them you love them. Uh, we'll talk to y'all later. Bye. This has been a Count Out Podcast. So, Curtis. Yeah, man. Can Out said we've got to do an ad. I've never done one before. Uh, what should we do? I have no idea, bro. I, I, like, I ever made an ad before. What, what, what do we do an ad for? I don't know. We just say we're like a New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast, and we just put a bunch of clips like here. Arguably the most shredded guy. So yeah. you really want to get there, too. <laughs> uh, I, maybe a little bit bigger. Yeah. We'll see. Heard that here. Michael Richards <laughs> calling Jay White small compared to him. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, I love it. This picture you've painted for me. I, I want to hang it up. I want to frame it and hang it up in my in my bedroom. Yeah. We don't have a WWE tryout or a New Japan tryout every second week, and now I'm in Bullet Club. And here, Will Osprey versus Kenny Omega. Do you want to just go off about this match? How do you take or talk about one of? I think probably the best matches you've ever seen. That's an ad, right? Yeah, yeah, that works. That that that's that's brilliant because then all our work's already been done for us and we don't have to do anything. Aha, past us did it, present us living in the now. Look at us. Look, Look at, at that. us being friggin' brilliant. Mate, minimum effort, maximum output. Okada Shorts podcast. Check it out on the Count Out Network at Okada Shorts. Rate and subscribe, listen or die.